year in review show. Thanks for joining us. Just a couple of uh, uh, quick announcements here. Um, wanted to you know thank everybody uh, this year for tuning into the show. As much uh, crass behavior as we have, uh, we had a total of 1,142 uh, episode downloads nice. for 2022 from uh, 81 different cities and eight different countries. So thank you all. With this is uh, you know it's just word of mouth. We don't we don't have sponsors or advertisements or anything like that. So and uh, unfortunately you know that we're our big fat mouths are allowed to express our opinions without uh, consequence. So <laughs> if you want to support our our endeavors, uh, you can uh, you know. Uh, follow us on uh, Instagram, Facebook, share the episode, you know, help help the channel out, leave us a good review. We uh, welcome back our most esteemed agriculturalist friend, Biscuit. Hello. The geopolitical farmer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. And uh, as always, my, uh, my co-host, Ted. Hello. But, uh... I, I had a uh, my my friend who's a, the the PI had uh, remarked about uh, <laughs> about uh, about your uh, your commentary on the geopolitical spectrum I was like you know he's quite worldly for a for a farmer and, for uh, any who drives a tractor. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that hard. You just have to pay attention. Well, I had a. Uh, I had started and I, I, and I couldn't finish. I was talking with Ted before beforehand about the the whole uh, you know looking looking back at the past year, and uh, so I started going back through my memes mm -hmm. through like the months and trying to pick stuff up, and I was like, man, there's a lot of stuff in here that was just like continuation of like the <laughs> it's 2020 part three. Yeah, 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 yeah. The trilogy. I think we're on the tail end of the 2020 part three. It seems like the... It, feel, it kind of feels that way. I hope so. Um, it's really <laughs> interesting watching, like, you know, because America's strategy was like, we're going to gradually get everyone sick, but not at once. We're going to slow it down. It appears to work because China went for the, the, the zero COVID strategy. It's basically brought the world down. You you, you don't think they solved it? You don't think they... Uh... <laughs> well, no, they, I, think they, I think they obviously know. Um, <laughs> but... All they managed to do is like destroy their economy, destroy their culture, and now they're like, "Oh, we just have to open back up." And apparently, well, they've they've also uh, created uh, what you don't want with uh, like kind of an authoritarianism with your people is the dissent has grown. The dissent has grown. Apparently, there's like seven variants going through China right now. Uh, One for each uh, type of protester. Yeah, probably. So. <laughs> but uh, like, and you're getting like stuff out of from Western media. You don't know how real it is, but just take it at face value that apparently they're um, we're louder than you are. Well, thanks. Uh, apparently, their hospitals are like seeing like our levels plus like more of like being overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. So we'll see how it works out. I had seen. Uh, from one year ago, that uh, <coughs> well, around one year ago in January of uh, uh, 2022, uh, the, what's his name, Emmanuel Macron of France and Justin Trudeau of uh, you know Canada, both leaders uh, were calling to renounce the citizenship of uh, citizens who are unvaccinated in their countries. What? 
I miss yeah, that. but those both those countries are like non consequential on the world stage. Like no one gives yeah. a shit about Canada. You, you just you just pretty much said that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like ah fuck Canada. No, no, I, mean, I think I really like Canada. It only exists because America starting off with a bang. Right? Like they are a hat. Like they only get to to be because of us. Like yeah. that's that's uh, not. It's very ignorant and American way to look at it. Like they don't get to have all the shit they have because it's because us. Like if your next door neighbor. Is a fucking gun nut. You have to buy a lot of guns. You can spend more money on like a garden, or what the fuck ever you want to buy, because you're kind of covered. The same thing with France. France has a pretty good military, but like they don't have to heavily invest like we do because they're, well, they're in the well, middle. They're in the EU, aren't they? They're in the EU, and they're far away from anybody that's going to fuck with them. So like, who gives a shit? And in the same way, they they have a good enough relationship with us that we're going to come to the same yeah, and they're, they're happens anyway. They're not NATO. That's right. I forgot about that. They're not. They're NATO. not NATO. I don't think they're NATO. Well, he, I mean, I think it's more the uh, the audacity of uh, the leader of a country to s- say some uh, Hitlerian shit like, you know, these people are not good enough to participate in society, even though they live here. They're among you. They're uh, they're they're unfit. We should yeah. remove them. And they shouldn't be citizens it's anymore. It's so devoid of any logic because, like, it's it's at this point, like, we know everything. Like, we know that it, vaccinated or not, you're still going to get fucking COVID. You know what's even more interesting? And I didn't know this until this science came out recently. Even if you um, catch COVID and survive it, you end up dying anyway in the long run. It gets you eventually. (laughs) Like, and maybe not even from COVID, but they've confirmed it that eventually, like, the the body just shuts down and you die. (laughs) That's called long COVID, and it, it gets you later in life. Did <laughs> your organs just fail oh, and stop working? My cousin Gary died of long COVID. Oh man, that's so sad. What happened? Well, he got shit faced, drunk, and crashed his truck into a telephone pole. <laughs> oh, it was probably myocarditis, is what did him in. I'm telling you. Fucking absurd. That is one. That was uh, one of the more recent stories of this year. That. It's like a dark validation is that the the COVID death rate is higher in vaccinated people than unvaccinated people. And that has not caught that. As of like, what, November? It eclipsed the, yeah, pretty much. Man. Should, I guess we all really need that 76 booster <laughs> then, huh? Well, and, and, and it kind of begs the question, like, what is, what's different here than in China? If China seems to be so more authoritarian with their... Um, lockdown strategy, whereas we seem to have, for the most part, kicked it, and they're still suffering. Well, because they they didn't kick it, like they just mm-hmm. said, because they they had to kick it. <laughs> <laughs> they whiffed the kick. Um, they but they went for zero COVID. That they thought they would be able to lock down, weld you inside your house, and and stop COVID. And you're not going to stop a respiratory virus because it's just not how it works. Mm-hmm. So now, like, all they've done is prolong COVID for their country. Well, now everybody else is over it. Like, the Netherlands went with, like, nah, we're not going to fuck lockdown. Fuck yeah. Yeah. They were over it in a year and a half. Right. Shocker. I mean, they did have a pretty high death rate, but, like, that was going to happen anyway. I I think also, like, I I know it's stuff that, like, like we've been shouting about uh, maybe a not the most tactful manner. Uh, I mean, mentally I would, sound manner yeah. for a while, but it's like, hey man, you can t- 
twist data and analyze it in like a certain manner yeah. to have it benefit your argument, right? Like so, like when you start talking about these things about um, uh, uh, like um, the the long COVID and the stuff like that. Where it's like, saying long, there's no really no such thing as long COVID. It's people who are a little bit on the hypochondriac side. Yeah. Yeah, I twisted my ankle. Damn COVID. Damn COVID. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I saw this. Uh, <laughs> something we talked about. We'll unpack later. I saw this meme. You know the meme where it's the uh, it's the guy riding a bicycle and he's got a stick in his yeah, hand. Yeah, spokes. Yeah, he shoved the stick in his own spokes yeah. and then he, you know, kneels and he blames somebody else and he's like, uh, he's like, uh, why won't uh, any single white women date me? And then like throws something in and. Uh, makes a, a remark about uh, something about like election fraud or something like that. Yeah, well, like one of the one of the, the the conspiracy du jour of the day or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then like is kneeling. He's like fucking Jews. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Out of Kanye West method. <laughs> Man, watching people try to like uh, you know Kanye's always been a figure in culture for the last almost. Coming on twenty years. I was I was about to say the most I think the first like moment of profundity culturally that uh speaking that he had was uh when the he went off script at the, the Katrina. Yeah. Uh, yeah. George, that was, George Bush doesn't care about black people. Yeah, yeah Mike Myers was like, uh, uh, <laughs> not scripted. <laughs> Dude, his his reaction is, is so is so come on, dude, what the hell? <laughs> but like, it'd be, like, it'd be like the modern equivalent of like you know that um, that I take responsibility. Yeah, I take responsibility. And it just cuts to yay. Just be like oh, the Jews it. control the media. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but watching people trying to go through the mental gymnastics like this is like some big like play or like uh, Andy Kaufman esque like no like, bit. Like and watching it, watch it, all his diehard fans like so. Oh, he's he's just literally fucking crazy and probably a little anti-Semitic. Like at this point, it's not it's not a joke anymore. <laughs> uh, Ted had uh, I had uh, sent a video and he had sent me uh, his a uh, uh, concise critique yeah. on it and uh, something along the lines of that it may be showing that Ye's uh, IQ may not be as High, yeah, I but think, he has like some sort of like, uh, like it, like almost like idiot savant genius mm-hmm. where he's, he's like, oh, well, he has brain damage, like, because he, you know, the whole thing, like, car wreck, yeah, the car wreck, yeah, he, through, he almost through the died wire. through the wire and shit like that. Yeah. He has brain damage, obviously bipolar. He also has like megalomania, <clears throat> and there's no one around him to like rein that in. And mm-hmm. apparently, his mother was the one that always would do that. And you can tell just in his interviews that he's, you know, he takes control of every situation he's yeah. in, you know, uh, like. That was the, that wasn't the Alex Jones show. That was the Yay show. Yeah, well, featuring you, Nick you sit down with Alex, and he's like, "You're a little too crazy." Like you, but I, in the woods. I think that he's genuine. Everything that he said, he actually believes, and I think <clears throat> that he is like his heart's in the right place. And that's not to downplay, you know, what he's saying. Like, I think that he genuinely wants to like help improve the country. It's just that he's not the most intelligent person in the world, you know. Not really good with optics. No, he, I, he, he and uh, uh, he and Trump. I met I met Kanye. I met Ye. 
doesn't like the Jews, he says. <laughs> I've never had a problem. Oh my god, the fucking people. Trump NFT. Oh, <laughs> the big announcement. It's like, oh, he's going to run. He's announcing some fucking retard out in the Midwest is his running mate that we only the only five people know about. That's like this super MAGA whatever. It's like literally Trump trading cards. It was the best thing ever. Also, that uh, that same day though, and I'm like you. I kind of figured it'd be like something like, well, is he gonna? Because Yay went to him to ask him to be his running mate. <laughs> it's like. Like, why are you trying to get in a dick measuring contest with Donald Trump? Right. Like, even if he whips out like you know, uh, 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 yeah, like a, a helmet and an open prairie, you know, <laughs> like just 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 existing there. He's still gonna be like, look how big that dick is. Yeah. Look at that. Oh, it's massive. It's a massive penis, Kanye. You don't want anything with it. But no, it was is fucking Magic the Gathering Pokemon <laughs> NFT shit. <laughs> And at the same day, he also released like, think like ideas about what he want wants to do supposedly with um, yeah, with the whole for his campaign censorship like uh, was it uh, two thirty seven or whatnot oh yeah mm-hmm. um, with um, big tech and whatnot and yeah the anti censorship like brigade or whatever Trumpian like term he throws on it but yeah no none of that none of that. Said it's like, you know, hopefully your favorite president, more than George Washington, more than Lincoln, and you want to buy these cards. They're gonna go bet. so fast they don't exist, but you can buy them anyway. What all he's doing is milking his like base. That's all he's doing. Like, there's some yeah, he's ass, a whore. There's some dumbass house mom whose husband's a lawyer. They live in a nice country club. They're like absolutely maggot the fuck out. And, like, she's spending, like, $30,000 on a fucking Trump riding a dolphin or some shit. Like, you know. Yeah. It's not even his base. It's the hardcore. Like, like yeah. People, actually, people yeah. who are still on the Q train. You know what I mean? The the God Emperor Trump oh, worshippers. He, you know? Just wait. Trust the, trust the plan. <laughs> he, uh, trust the science. Trust the plan. I, 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 haven't, I don't have Truth Social, but um, I saw a tweet going around that was saying that he, like, straight up re- Whatever the true social version of retweeted is like a, a full like legit Q post like a copy and paste Q post from like four years ago like one of the early ones and so now they're all up in arms again see see we told you we told you to trust the plan I got on a TikTok uh, channel one time that like the guy was like literally like I guess he had every fucking Q post cataloged. Mm. Well, there's, there's quite a number of people that do and that. And it's like it's like the Bible. Like you can look back, you can like I'm going to pick every fourth word in the Bible. There's then it comes out <laughs> yeah, like you yeah. know, oh, there's a prophecy there. It's the, yeah. same, it's the same shit. There actually is a um, the Bible uh, code. Yeah, that's to say, there's like um, some mathematical code that like Predict, so, predicted 9/11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> some it's shit like, like that. It's yeah. like man, like there's <laughs> there's interpretations of. What was it Exodus where it's like they couldn't agree on if it was Red Sea or Reed Sea? Mm. You're telling me you figured out a code for the whole frapping thing? You mean the, the the Bible, which the text has been like translated from like 17 different fucking languages to what we have now? And like it may have been tampered with, yes. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's like, what I got. I don't think that happened in 2022 specifically. Right. Well, you know what I mean. Like that thing's been transferred from like. I'll tell you what has happened. To, God has abandoned this fucking place. Yeah. 
They turned CERN on this year. Now we got UFOs. <laughs> what CERN? Like I legit like the day after CERN happened, the, the last time they fired it up. Um, it I saw one of those uh, Mandala effect videos of like the the skirt from Britney Spears' video. Mm -hmm. In my head, I always thought it was fucking black. It's gray, ain't it? No, I thought it was. I thought it was plaid. Mm. It's always a plaid, but it's a black. It's a black skirt. Mm. And like I saw, like, and for like thirty minutes, I was like, "Did CERN fucking cross the timelines or some shit?" I'm not remembering. I'm like googling this shit, and like it was fucking. It was a solid black skirt. Like, but in my head, it was always plaid. Mm. I think that's one of the because I mean there is something to the Mandela effect, you know, because there is stuff that people actually like. Like people thinking that Mandela died in jail, I think it's one of the best, one of the best examples. But then you have your, your like pop culture misremembrances. I think like yeah. the Luke, I'm your father was actually no, I'm your father yeah. because it it was repeated more in parody or in cultural reference than in the actual phrase was. Or um, the end of the Queen, we are the champions. Yeah, my, yeah. The, the studio version ends uh, with tension still. Mm -hmm. We are the champions, and then never, yeah, never, uh, never resolves. Resolves, yeah, yeah. But then every live version they do, you know, Freddie Mercury at the end is be like, "Of the world," yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like so people assume because like they're they're used to one having resolution on a chorus, yeah, right, you. Everybody wants to have something resolve at the end. If you don't hear Nate Dogg say, smoke weed every day, after like that <laughs> four-bar pause, it doesn't get resolved. And it's like, well, what happened to the song? Yeah. <clears throat> it just ends like that? It's like... Another one was the, you like me, you really, really like me. I can't remember who it was. Sally Field? Yeah, uh, and the actual quote is... You like me right now. You really like me, but that's one of the things. It just got repeated in in pop culture. Well, it's like the free loom thing, like the underwear. Like there's, there's yeah. no cornucopia behind it. I remember a cornucopia. Though. I, I do, do too. too. Yeah, that never was. <laughs> yeah. Or like the the classic example is always the Berenstein Bears. Like I've seen different books. Yeah. With different titles, mm -hmm. I think that is kind of um, a copying. No, I th no, I think it's just an explanation for it because, like, if they had, like, different publishers mm. and, like, whoever the Jan and Stan Berenstein, yeah. I think, were the authors and the artists. Um, so if they went with uh, a different publishing company or maybe it would have been something like they're, like, too many people are reading Bear and getting confused. Mm -hmm. So they would... Or Stein, whatever it was, yeah. and like it was, know. yes, Steen and Stain was the thing. Well, it was always written in cursive in the like the logo for mm -hmm. the books and stuff. And I remember it being Steen or Stein because living in the South, my teachers would always say Bernstein. Mm. It's like Berenstein, you know, but right. they say Ber the Bernstein Bears. They put the emphasis on the on the end. Burn. Yeah. That's how my family pronounced it uh, as well. But but then <laughs> I've I've seen. And so, like, it was always in cursive for the logo, but then you'll see it in print on, like, VHS tapes, mm -hmm. and it'll say Berenstain. And so, I like, what I would think, like, the most easy explanation is the the difference is in copying. You know, you read it in cursive, and then you type it in print, and it becomes 
you know, it's just an error. You know, mm. It's simple as that. But people, other people will tell you that we're living in an alternate timeline, which as time goes on, seems like a more rational explanation. <laughs> we're living yeah, yeah, yeah. in a weird-ass time. The uh, anti-Jew sentiment in the country was too high whenever they first published <laughs> yeah. the... Uh, the couple novels are like like nobody's buying our books. I understand it, Jan. We work tirelessly. Look at these fourteen books. Nobody wants to buy them. Yeah, changing it from an E to an A sure kicked the. Uh... Oh, I go <laughs> My grandfather, he's be rolling over in his grave right now. <coughs> yeah, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bear. The Jones Bears. Meanwhile, Jehovah cries. <laughs> you have betrayed me. So, my grandfather, when he came to America from Germany, he, um, my last name's Schubert, and the U traditionally had an umlaut, the two dots mm -hmm. over the U. Well, he wanted to westernize it more, so he took out the umlaut, of course, but then for some reason he added an extra E after the U, I guess to compensate for the pronunciation that the umlaut would have mm. denoted. So right. it's like my last name is now even harder to spell and seems even more foreign. Just kind of backfired on him there. I've uh, misspelled your name countless I, times. Everybody does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got a. Um, just in case we hit a lull, I have a new story from every month of the year. If you guys want to run through it real quick. Oh, for, yeah, for sure. For the year in review. For sure. And some of these might be off a little bit. but um, So January, January, we've already hit on this, the Russia-Ukraine um, war that's going to end any day now. Well, it's nope. not we need to give nope. We need to give more money, yeah. more guns. Start, turn your guns in. There's a Ukrainian child in need of it today. They're talking about sending... Um, they're going to get Patriot missile defense systems, and uh, Israel is still kicking around doing Iron Dome. In Ukraine? Yeah. Mm. Well, I, I heard... Uh, that doesn't sound like escalation at all. It's not. If you, if you look at it in a logical thing, it's not escalation, because whenever Russia... Launches their missile strikes. They very rarely, if they, if they, rock, if they launch eighty strikes, uh, seventy of them will hit residential and civilian targets. The rest are hitting military, like bases or so, presumed military. So like it's not it's not a military campaign. It's it's a literal terror campaign. That's mm. not like a you know it's not like a pro Ukraine thing. I'm not saying they're saints, but like that's literally what it is. Because mm. they have. Russia has no fucking hope of winning this war at this point, especially going into winter. I don't think they're looking at it anymore. I mean, because they were already talking peace earlier in the year, yeah. right? And Boris Johnson's fat ass. You know, oh, let me go over here and stop these boys from resolving this. <laughs> but how do you? No, don't worry. Yes, yes, yes. Brexit. Country first. Britain first. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Hold on, hold on, Mr. Zelensky. Well, they found out, when Russia found out that we're not going to bump back down from nuclear threats, they've kind of told those way the fuck back. I, I, I was about to say, I think because of that, everything had to, every stratagem had to be reanalyzed, yeah. right? So, and because clearly the, um, whatever, I guess, like, like, infantry blitzkrieg that they were trying to do, like, 
was not working. I know Blitzkrieg is like from the sky, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, Blitzkrieg is to say, Grant, so it's, it's a full on attack of all branches of the military, like quick, quick, quick. Yeah. I think it translates to thunder attack or lightning yeah. attack or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, they tried that, but like, they don't. It just fell apart. Like it didn't work. No, like, they didn't have. The, you, you can't take like vehicles that have set storage for twenty years with cheap Chinese tires and then put them on the highway and try to invade a, a modern city. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't, it doesn't work that way. Like I heard a, a couple of months ago. Um, I think they're out of Kentucky. It's a unit called the Screaming Eagles. Mm-hmm. They're over there with boots on the ground now. Not at, you know not in a combat. Um, function but they're over there running drills you know they have on boots and they're on the ground like in Ukraine yeah mm-hmm. Sean Penn's there so I mean, well, it's, it's, he's on the case <laughs> should get resolved pretty quickly but how do you resolve the fact that like um, Russia has basically taken and occupied a country's land like yeah. illegally so, like, and, 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 no I mean I agree with you and I and, I understand the the argument of like, well, these people in I don't know what region is the Donbass or whatever. Donbass, Donbass, Luhansk, and Crimea. That's like regions. they, you know, they identify as uh, as a part of Russia and their Russian heritage and all that. And I'm like, okay, I get it, but like, shouldn't they just vote to secede or like well, or some, you... something that can be done? I mean, people are going to do what people do, right? And military is going to do what militaries do. But like, there there seems to have been other. Uh, Ways to have gone about this other than Russia being like, I told you to get off of our border. And I know that's not Russian. <laughs> if you like, like uh, start like financing militant, like occupational militants in another country, and eventually you start like getting the Ukrainians who do live the, the natural Ukrainians who live in those regions and they move and then it becomes more and more Russian heritage, that's kind of what they've done. And they signed a bunch of stuff in 2014 that, like, Russia never, like, a bunch of agreements and treaties, like, they never stuck with. Yeah. So, I, think, I think a similar manner would be, like, if, um, like, there's this, um, uh, at least, uh, there's something earlier in the year where it was, like, a report that northern Mexico, I think the, the Baja Peninsula, had seen, like, an influx of white American immigrants. Yeah. And that even local businesses have started like having to like cater like you know their menus. And it was Mexico City. They took our uh, jobs. Me- well, I mean, Mexico City is like like much further down. Well, it's a lot. If we're talking about the same article, basically a bunch of like white tech bros and tech tech sisses, like because now they can work from home, they just went to Mexico where they can make their fucking two hundred three thousand dollars a year and live and pay seven dollars a week yeah. for a fucking you know twelve thousand square foot apartment. Yeah. So it would be like. Over time, if the the people <laughs> that uh, are in northern Mexico and like down to Mexico City gradually became more and more white American, that the USA then just went, "Oh, we can just take this land then. It's yeah. fine." Yeah. Sorry, like Mexico, you don't understand. All right, I get the point right now. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you know what I mean? It, it, or even like um, part of uh, Texas, if Mexico is just like, yeah, yeah, this is mostly Mexican anyway. Yeah, so. it'd, be, it'd be like, right. uh, let's say Cuba, like, just fucking pulled up on in Miami and said, okay, Florida's ours now. There's well, Cubans here. I, I was like, going to say, what about, so like, <clears throat> kind of flipping it the other way, I've heard this comparison with the Cuban Missile Crisis. People saying that NATO, um, you know, concentrating 
arms on the Ukrainian border is uh, comparable to um, Russia putting you know m- missiles on Cuba and pointing at America. Yeah, but the like, thing like, like doesn't doesn't that kind of justify like a like a reaction from Russia? No, it doesn't because of the fact that NATO only exists to stop Russian aggression. Right. And all Russia did was make the case that like NATO was necessary for the Eastern uh, European countries and the Western European countries because if Russia wasn't a bunch of fucking dick bags, like you would there wouldn't be no NATO. It's one. Of the, it's kind of like the fucking uh, Ouroboros. Like it, you know, mm, yeah, right. yeah. Like okay, uh, you know, yeah. Poland joined in like the, the early two thousands, right? Yeah. Well, Poland didn't even get uh, uh, some sort of social democracy. I think until the nineties. Yeah, that's like, like that, they Poland, were they were still under Russian rule well, yeah, until could, the nineties. Well, isn't there also an argument that NATO should have disbanded after the fall of the Soviet Union? Because they, they, they weren't they weren't there to stop Russia. They were there to combat the Soviet Union. But it still stayed. I mean, it's still the same thing. Like it, right. it, you know, you chop one head off of the fucking Hydra, it's still got right. other fucking heads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good point um, because that argument, I guess, could could be made with almost any military conflict where you have total and complete surrender, mm-hmm. right? So it would be like. Okay, well, it was like we still have I mean, military they bases in Okinawa. You know what well, I mean? Yeah. Like, like Russia didn't ago. demilitarize. Like they just dissolve and they kept their military. Like there's still a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now there, there's no sanctity to the side. Like I mean, Russia is. I mean, like NATO does does. They do some provocative stuff at times. But the thing about NATO is like a country has to has to be put into NATO. Like it's not like we just go okay, you're NATO now. Right. Like, they have to ask. They have to go through a process. They have to do a bunch of shit to be able to apply. Um, I think the other leaders of the other countries have to agree on it. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. They to, like, there's a big hang-up with Hungary, and um, they have to Hungary. count all the charitable donations, make sure every you know, yeah. make, make sure the palms are greased. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just such a like, I, and maybe the maybe it's I'm being idealistic when I'm just I'm more like isolationist, where I'm like I, I don't give a fuck what's going on over there. Let them handle it. And but the interesting thing about I, I mean, I, in some ways, I'm isolationist too. But I think when you think uh, isolationist, we're going to take all our money we're sending out and bring it home and solve all our problems, right? And that's not going to happen, right? But the thing about isolationism, eventually you can ignore things and then it'll be at your front door, right? Like I, I wouldn't say I'm like a 100 percent total yeah. isolationist, but like. You know, I think I, know. I think maybe we should. Um, Twenty years in the Middle East has kind of like jaded me on. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm right there with you. On that. I was about to say I think maybe we should um, consider closing certain places and not putting that money elsewhere to other foreign aid and foreign military intervention. I, I think we should stop giving should... money to countries who we get no benefit out of. Right. Like, why are you giving money to Pakistan and all the other stands? And like, there's no benefit. Well, they don't. They don't know what gender means in <sighs> Pakistan. That's right. My bad. Like, you fucking how bigoted bigot. of me, <laughs> folks. I apologize for having a xenophobic farmer on our show. Can't even pronounce the name of the country correctly. It's Pakistan. <laughs> I didn't put a little stank on it. <laughs> Some Pakistan on it. But like, the funny thing about Russia is like you have like. I guess what people inclined to go is that too is like it's a big fucking sham and whatever. Not that's a overstatement. But yeah. No, I, I think I think a simple answer for pro Russia or pro Ukraine is a sham. Like I, I I think that's ultimately like what it is. It's it's something to boil people down to choosing you know, some sort of Boolean expression, yeah. mm-hmm. right? To where it's a wedge argument, or it's like like what do you mean? What do you mean you don't? 
you think Ukrainians deserve to die? Yeah. Is right. that what you're saying? Right. It's like, you don't have that flag what, in your bio. That's what you're saying. Like, but on the other you side, would be like, so much fun to hang out with at parties. <laughs> it, it, the other thing's really cool, like, the really, like, I would say the, like, the people who kind of came up in the, the MAGA era who got, got made their, their name on Twitter and social media, um, Majority are like they're anti-assisting Ukraine. They won't. They don't want anything to fucking do with it. Mm-hmm. And it's really weird to see the other side of that be like, yeah, let's fucking let's just send them nukes. Yeah. Get the yeah. F-16s, yeah. like, yeah, storm the beaches. Yeah. Even Marjorie Taylor Green, like, who's like, you know, oh, red's the only way to go to save the, the yeah. planet. You know, why shouldn't Christian nationalism work? I mean, Jesus is awesome, right, gang? What's well, like, oh, God? But she's like, like. Based in certain regards, yeah. you know, and like one of the things is that nonsense where it's like, why are we giving all this fucking money? Well, the problem like, is about the money. I know you get this all the time. We're sending so much money. You're not. There is some liquid cash being sent to eat the government's running, but a lot of it is like, it's arms. It's not actual cash. You're sending like shells, missiles, uh, right? Systems. Right. But I mean, it's it's still something that could be liquidated into value. If, if that's a correct but it's on lend lease it's on lend lease though they have to pay it back but my 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 angle I guess with it is is from the past ongoing three years now as far as what we the citizenry and the residents and people that live here had to go through with shutting places down like forcibly like shutting businesses down and it and then allowing them to like if they're still there to come back up, like this took a, a huge toll. And erstwhile, the, that uh, they should be taking care of the people first. Like I'm, I'm not like really big on nationalism, but I, I think that like you know you should have your borders to some degree. You know, like uh, otherwise you just have colonialism like rampant. And I don't think that's a good idea. I'm getting off track. What was I just uh, talking about? Money in Russia, uh, money in Ukraine, the, yeah. liquid assets. Oh yeah. So like, like if if there's if there's money to be made, value to be made. I mean, it can be shifted around to some degree. Like, so it can be trimmed somewhere. Like, for some reason, Congress people just keep making more and more money each year. They vote to give themselves raises, like all the time. Like, what? Like. I, I, I don't understand, like, why we can't, like, prioritize, like, certain things first. Like, there's neighborhoods that don't have clean water, like Mississippi this year. Yeah, like, Jackson, Mississippi, there's Flint, Michigan still in trouble. Right, but I mean, so, like, it's, it's a big fucking problem. Meanwhile, you got people that are <laughs> yapping incessantly to no... Um, purpose almost about like climate change and how we need to take care of earth and all this it's like well what they're talking about they're like focusing on like electric vehicles like being like oh that's we need to get away from the oil industry is what we need and it's like bro how about we we start cleaning up our water first yeah Yeah. first thing like easiest thing to do what's um you can't make money off clean water though unless you bottle it yeah i'm saying though that like this is money that should be there, our tax money should be investing yes. in before we give any money to any country. Right. Oh, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Like so, like that's what like I think there. To your point, I think there are a fair amount of like just 
uh, right wing NPCs that yes. are just gonna you know clock around or clock along. They're gonna they're gonna attach like a tick to whatever certain thing is going on at that point in time. Right, right. They're, uh, they're like culture vultures. They're just chase. They're like ambulance chasers. Yeah, whatever. yeah, exactly. Yeah, for, for culture. Yeah, and uh, specifically about uh, uh, a lot of the ones you were talking about that were uh, sort of uh, capitalizing on um, the culture wars of like. Donald Trump winning an election and a they're, lot. They're of, the same ones that are like they always post about like trans stuff and and, and gay people. Or the right wing yeah. grifters. Yeah, the, yeah. Grif- yeah. Yeah, the grifters. Like I mean, and it's like I see what you're doing. Like the thing is, I, I see what they're doing. Like there's a market they think they can hit with that. Well, there, and there totally is. Yeah, like there totally is. Like I, it's um, there's a lot of um, I guess patents um that. Or like conspiratorial that I was like reading through like earlier, and just um, a fair amount of them were just about how to influence um, a, a human body. Voice, or, voice to skull technology stuff like that. Well, it's it's all about frequencies, right? Mm-hmm. So they target frequencies that are below our perception of hearing. So we cut off around twenty hertz. So we get we can't hear anything below that, but wavelengths. Below that, they start getting really, really big and really, really long. So making shit your pants. I I don't. <laughs> to my knowledge, I think the brown note is not true. Yeah, it's a myth. Like, not as on South Park. <laughs> it's got to be real. Give it, give it ten years. Uh, they haven't quite hit Simpsons level of prediction. <laughs> but I mean, I know I know what you're talking about because there are like riot control technologies that can uh, they can produce biological responses from people. I mean, they can yeah. take radar and pinpoint it on like a ship's hull and melt it. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's technology we and, have. And vo- voice to skull technology is legit. I mean, at least there's there's patents for it. I'm sure it's been used You'd at least experimentally. To, they have like um like earbuds that vibrate on your temples. Yeah, I've seen those. Yeah. I mean, so it's there's it, why, why couldn't you why couldn't you do that with a gun? You know what I mean? Like yeah. you point a gun at somebody and make them hear hear voices. You know. But, or or even just like um, react like there's certain um. Uh, the thing I was reading was talking about you could uh, tune whatever, for lack of a better term, the instrument would be in this case, and you could tune it. Uh, they said they uh, found things all the way down to around one-half hertz. So, like, zero hertz is, is kind of like, a, to my, the way I could best describe it with my idiot brain would be, it's almost like infinity. It's like something that you, it can't be obtained. Mm-hmm. Because if there's no hertz then that means there is no frequency, right? So, like, right. they uh, found things uh, down around one-half hertz, uh, 0.5 hertz, that uh, influenced everything from um, arousal and drowsiness to agitation. Um, and with, um, uh, they said, uh, to avoid targeting... Um, anything from the neck up because it can cause like what they described as like uh, I guess like permanent influential damage for lack of a better term I'm wording it so poorly but it's whatever state they choose to put you in if they target the wavelengths to be aimed like at your actual brain it can cause the person to just stay in that state and be catatonic like holy 
Whoa. So you would be, it'd be like either like constantly like, like aroused, which, god damn, like fuck that shit. Or like some like dude on like PCB, like flipping cop cars. You know what I mean? Like something where the body is eventually going to like have a heart attack or your brain's going to cook or something like that. uh, You're just going to give up, give out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So like. Non-sustainable mental state. Yeah. So they've got they've got all all these like different patents for different things and like some of them are like the voice of God thing, some of them are like for like military like crowd control, like disbursement. It's insane though, man. It's like these these are things that are part of nature that like you can't even see. Like, yeah. You can't even detect. But it's there. It's there everywhere. They have they'll have uh Ray guns that can put ghosts in your balls. <laughs> it's like that late. There was a story. That, that explains why I've ejaculated so many dead children there's, oh over, God. The, over the years. There's a there's a story years ago, a few years ago, about that lady who like had some kind of like medical disorder where she was like constantly orgasming. Yeah. You hear about that, she killed herself. Well, I mean, it was quite a few of those. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm so. I'm not to not to get. TMI, but I mean, like, anytime I've ever, like, had the a moment of, like, one orgasm and then one, like, almost immediately, like, afterwards, <laughs> like, you know, 30 seconds to, like, a, a minute, like, afterwards, anytime like that, like, I'm, I'm exhausted. <laughs> my, my balls shrink up to the size of M&M's, you know, they're just... They go with your kidneys. <laughs> like, they're just like, we need warmth! <laughs> My dick looks like a chewed up dog toy. Like it's. <laughs> All right, on to February. <laughs> Lifeless. <laughs> Perched upon your scrotum like a like a canary. Like a def- like a deflated canary. Like like it got ran over by a steamroller yeah. or something. Just like <laughs> flattened out. <laughs> Give it a minute. It'll be impressive. <laughs> So that was that was the Ukrainian war. That's how we yeah. ended. <laughs> basically how the Ukrainian war is going to end is is with being multi orgasmic and then killing yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. It <laughs> sounds like war, right? It it's not going to end. Never changes. Uh, if we give them the missile defense and basically nullify all their attacks, they can't gain any ground. Like they're bogged in. Winter's about to come. Allegedly, Winter. they cannot. Winter is coming. Yeah. Uh, so apparently, they can't like provide adequate food, clothing, or whatever, so they're going to lose shit tons of people this winter. Okay, more importantly, what about their carbon footprint? How's that? <laughs> Not great. It's all year. diesel Not. engines. <laughs> this war will never end! So do, you, do you, being the ge- geopolitical farmer, do you see this as a another, like, is this another 20-year conflict, or is this going to end soon? No, no, Russia will collapse. Like, if they, if they keep going without coming to the table... The problem is, is like, uh, like Russia has to give up things that are like high stakes. Like they had, they want to give up Crimea. Mm-hmm. Um, that's their only one more port. Like it is strategically valuable for them to be in Crimea. Other than that, uh, around the whole entire coast of Crimea, there's like unlimited natural gas. Mm-hmm. So like, it, Crimea, would, they'll have to give it up, and they're not going to give it up. Um, they would probably give up the Donbass, the Donbass region, because there's not not really any significance there. It's just a a play to get more into Ukraine. Hmm. What do you think? 
will happen if uh, Putin dies. Uh, before either, before the war, allegedly he's got Parkinson's and like a uh, a pretty rare cancer. Yeah, that's what what I've uh, read that uh, he uh, hasn't been hasn't been doing too hot since the no, war started. Um, I'm sure the Russian propaganda. It, play, it plays out two ways. Either like he dies and the country falls apart in pure chaos, which you don't want because they're a nuclear nation. Like if it goes into pure anarchy, like those nukes can disappear. And that's what you don't want. Um. I don't know. I don't know because it's. It seems that what whatever that they they have a strong sense of national pride. Yeah. Like through this now, granted, there's probably a lot of uh, folks in Russia that are are not about that kind of like. The younger you know, generation is very like. I can't go to fucking Starbucks now, or they've closed McDonald's now. I, I can't go to H and H and M to buy clothes anymore because it's not there. Stuff like that. Or they, basic, or they can't leave the country. Or they can't leave the country, or they have, if they don't get shipped off to go die in a fucking a mud, a mud puddle in the Donbass and freeze to death, like yeah. they get put in jail. Mm-hmm. Um, so they do leave the country. They end up in Siberia. Yeah, like it's it. And either he has a, a successor in place, and nothing happens. They roll right on, and keep trying to do the war stuff, or he dies, and somebody rises up, and like they just they stop, mm-hmm. they pull out. Sorry, guys. Yeah, it's a big goof. Sorry, <laughs> J.K. So that story, are we going? Yeah. That's that story um, dominated the news all year. But and so for February, I have the Trump Trump document scandal. I, I didn't pay a whole lot of attention. What was to what that was story. that? So like supposedly he like took some documents. From oh, the White he House. had the nuclear fucking codes. You'll see <laughs> <laughs> that story. You're telling me that I can't have these? And Obama, I'm sure, had lots of documents. And what's funny how that, that, that he probably story... probably has a nuke. Probably in, in his backyard at Martha's Vineyard. Probably has a flower bed on it from Michael. Well, that story came in the news around the time he was announced as president to run for the 2024, and then now, like, it's not in the news anymore. Right. And when you, like, started digging on the story, I'm not saying he's a... He obviously should have had the fucking documents stored in a better place. But you'd expect nothing more from Trump. But so, the fact supposed, that he was supposedly what uh, what uh, I read the uh, the counter to that was that they were advised by the feds to store them there and in that manner. Yeah, and in, in apparently, there, apparently, apparently, yeah, uh-huh. and apparently there is a uh, and who could have foreseen this happening? But apparently, within uh, the federal intelligence agencies, there's a lot of different uh, uh, groups and sects that have gone uh, sort of rogue and war with each other about how psyops and things should be ran and run. Mm-hmm. And apparently, there were mixed signals with uh, the <laughs> Trump, the Trump friendly feds, and the uh, the Trump not so friendly feds. Do you think he might have got some bad advice on storage? Procedures. I, th- I think his whole presidency presidency been summed up, and he got a lot of bad advice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jeff Sessions. <laughs> yeah. Like, I want to drain the swamp, but also put every neocon that's been here since the swamp started in right. in my cabinet. Yeah, that. Like uh, clearly, I'm not I'm not bought by anybody, especially not the GOP, <laughs> the United States military. Oh, I. Oh, love, love the military. The great, great guys, great guys, great guys. Pfizer, what great fellows! Here to save the country. Here to make sure that no one illegal gets into the country. We don't want illegals getting through the country. 
You're welcome to come if you come in Trump's way. I think he's he's talked more about that story than the news has in the past yeah. six months. Hang on, hang on one second. Uh, like six hundred bucks. Yeah, the fifty-five inches like that last year were like six hundred dollars or like it's they're like three hundred two two or three hundred bucks now. We're good. Okay. You know, it's one of those things like people like on the right always are like, oh, I bet you look at every poor person's house as a flat screen television. It's like, what the fuck else are they going to buy, yeah. Dan? Like, you don't, they don't make CRT TVs. Yeah. You're, you're going to critique like how expensive their phone is? Yeah. Or, oh, or they all have iPhones. Yeah, you can get an iPhone for $60 a month with your phone plan. Yeah. I mean, it's like, why wouldn't you? The, well, poor, the poor people in this country are like relatively the richest people in the world. When you compare it to, to the true. rest of the world, you know. Yeah. So, well, that's doing pretty good. I mean, like, I'm, I'm, as far as like, what, what were we on with February? Okay, I don't want to get the too Trump, far. The, the Trump, Trump, Trump flushed some documents down his toilet. Oh yeah, I mean, the when people are like um, <laughs> concerned mm-hmm. about it, it's like, okay, well, is your concern that a president did that or that Donald Trump was president? Right. Right, because like that's and that, that's what kind of why I didn't pay it much attention when it came out is because like yeah they're still after them you know like they, there they go they're after them again you yeah know? well it's, it's really cool like watching peers like go oh my god you see all the it's like they get all excited oh they got him now <laughs> <laughs> and it's like you, start, you, you, you start not swaying their arms in celebratory manner it's like have you not watched this play out the last four years well, it's the other uh, the other side of the coin of the the two more weeks coin yeah, yeah the cute people are like two more weeks you know they're gonna the walls are closing like, in like my my dad's been saying for three fucking years he's gonna be in jail any day now they're gonna get him they're gonna get him good luck yeah but uh it would set a very scary precedent to arrest a former president that's why he never got hillary because it sets a precedent that they have to actually be held accountable for their crimes and they've all they're all criminals you know so yeah i mean bush you could probably argue that bush is a war criminal i mean just being straight up honest like i mean i mean for real no, no. I mean, no. You totally. Uh, uh, Obama too. Like, I mean, they changed the classification of a combatant to anybody in the drone strike range. I mean, that's just. Well, yeah. Also, during the uh, Obama uh, presidency, it was uh, in the second term, I think he gave the AOK to more or less have the military propagandize uh, the U.S. citizens mm-hmm. uh, with false information on the, the Smith Mont Act. That may have been it. I'm not too sure. Yeah, I, I can't remember if it was the passing of the Smith Mont Act or the repeal of the Smith Mont Act, but either way, it made it legal for the American government to propagandize its own citizens. Which and that has, was during the Obama. Yeah, which had, up until I think it was in 2013. Up until then, that had been illegal. Yeah. So, like, if you if you look, I guess, like sort of like on a long enough timeline, it's like, well, this these, these cats have been doing this for a long. Time so like if they're gonna start holding Trump accountable, I think the only thing they can do is like convict him of a felony that they themselves didn't do, right? Right. Because yeah. it's it's and not because like oh they'll get caught too. No, it's probably some oath or something. You know what I mean? Well, like I think a big part of him announcing his run so early for twenty four was to avoid that as well. Like. Because any anyone accusing him of a crime now is going to be seen as a political, uh, as an attack on a political opponent. You know what I mean? Mm. Which is looked down upon. You know, yeah. It kind of 
it's like, oh, they're just trying to get him to, you know, downplay his or to nullify his run so that he can't get back in office, you know. So, what what I think will happen, I think he'll uh, just make uh, the uh, police state even greater and mm. authoritarianism even greater. I think he'll make the criminal justice system uh, uh, incentivize punishment uh, both with capital and with. Uh, and that's if. He wins. Which side? No, he. I think he. he he's not. There's just no way. I don't so, see it. There's just no way. There's no way forward. He's 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 such a shadow of what he was when he got elected the first time. Now and, that and plus, like he the people were who were actually excited about him are just kind of. There's so many ones like out. I'm done. like I mean yeah, we're all burnt out on him. Yeah, like, I don't want him to be president no. again. Well, his main the only like radical thing he said was he wanted to murder <sighs> drug dealers. Which, yeah, that makes a lot of fucking sense. Let's just murder... Like, well, that'll, that'll, that'll fix all the problems. Don't you see? Trust the plan. That's fine. Instead of, like, out-competing them by making drugs... You know, most drugs legal. Right. Let's just shoot them. Because, you know... <laughs> you know using mob tactics in the black market always works out great. Yeah. Especially when you get the government involved. Exactly. Like... Exactly. <laughs> all right. Moving on to March. This is a, a two for two big stories. North Korea is at it again with their missile testing, and Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. <laughs> he's uh, Will Smith is already like he's got more movies coming out. Like I think one's called Emancipation. Where he plays a slave. It's like uh, I wouldn't want to support anything yeah. he does. Like he's he's fucked his like you know he he hit a bad spot in his career. Like he just like. It's around the time like the the Hollywood blockbuster kind of like started like farting like farting out in the like 2010. Well, it's still farting. Yeah, like it's it, but like yeah, that was like <laughs> they they, they were this. like how can we how can we make it so our movies perform even better? I get it. We'll make it to where people quit going to the movie theaters. Period. <laughs> and they don't. They're they're not gonna go to the theaters. They're not gonna get uh, smaller theater or smaller. Um, uh, companies, uh, production companies, um, have to find a way to uh, adapt to monetization digitally because nobody does home movies anymore, right? Mm. Uh, so, like, that's that was, a, was, that was an entire market. It was a big thing, like, uh, an example, like Nick Schwartz was on a podcast the other week, like, they made, like, Grandma's Boy. I'm pretty sure yeah. all Oh, it was a failure. At, uh, five million, they grossed $5 million dollars. It, like in the box office, a hundred million of in, DVDs. in DVDs. Yeah, I believe it. That was a classic. Yeah, dude. that was like I, that might have been the last great comedy movie. I don't, I don't know when it came out. Tropic Thunder. Oh yeah, true. Two thousand six for uh, Grandma's Boy. It, it was. A, it, it was, was a, one of the. It was one of the last few. It was. A, it's, it's a Happy Madison production. Right. It's Adam yeah, Sandler. Yeah. I didn't know that till yesterday. Yesterday. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, because all, all those guys are in all those Happy Madison. Like, that that may be. Like my favorite, like Happy Madison film of all of his grandma's. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. Are you talking about this red alert from Wikipedia? Exactly. They need five dollars to just censor anything. Listen, y'all. This this is an unsolicited announcement. Wikipedia did not pay me to say this, but you know they depend on donations averaging about fifteen dollars in the U.S. And this Monday, they're humbly asking me personally. To join the two percent of readers who give, the elite. You know, if everyone reading this right now gave just two dollars, Wikipedia would hit their annual goal in a couple of hours. 
It's the price of a cup of coffee. That's all they ask. I'm going to say no. So you didn't tell me that Billy Madison is not one of That's what I was going to say. Well, it might be nostalgia, but Billy Madison Fair. Is, Fair. is a masterpiece. But... No, I, I would prefer even Happy Gilmore over mm. Billy Madison. I would. Happy, Happy Gilmore's not going to. I would put that's them on the, the same that's pedestal. That's the, uh, there are two sides of the same Happy Madison. I mean, that's where the production company got its name, was yeah. from those two movies. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. So, like, Happy Gilmore, I think, definitely is more of the anarchistic and uncomfortable, like, cringy kind of comedy that Adam Sandler, like, mm. is known for. I think uh, uh, Happy. Uh, uh, Billy Madison. Billy Madison. Yeah, yeah, and Happy Gilmore. God damn. I think I think the first one where he's where he's getting uh, going back to school is uh, the cringier of the two, right? Of uh, his side comedy, and I think that uh, the golfer one is more the heartwarming side of uh, Adam Sandler. Okay, started with Billy Madison, then Happy Gilmore, and then the Waterboy. Yeah, and then it was Big Daddy. Mm-hmm. Little Nicky was in there somewhere. Little Nicky was in there somewhere. I think Little Nicky was after Big Daddy. His Big Daddy was his his first like really wholesome. Yeah, I think could be wrong. You know, movie holds up when I watch it every time it comes on. Mm. Tommy Boy. Oh hell yeah! yeah. Fuck yeah! I, I there's there's like certain actors, and we're getting off on. I, I like it's like, uh, uh, non sequitur sequel of yeah. Black Sheep as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like, I get it mixed up. Which one is the one where he, he has the the car the car crash? Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Black Sheep is uh, the election one, where yeah. his brother is a governor. Underrated classic, in my opinion, Beverly Hills Ninja. Good, yeah. Like he, never seen it. He oh, never man, really did a bad movie. Mm-hmm. Like he's one of those guys. Uh, you're gonna think I'm crazy. Like he's one of those. He's one of those actors that I think would have been went on to be like a great actor. I think like, so. And I the other it. one is um, Jim Varney. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Ernest P. Ward. I've, I've seen some of like his... Like, before he died, he did a couple of serious roles. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know this. He was like actually a classical theater actor. Mm-hmm. Like, And it was like, holy shit, he had unlimited potential you, to be great. And he died at like 50. There was... Um, uh, usually in all of his early films, at least, uh, a montage of like different characters and costumes that he would run through uh particularly in like uh, Ernest Scared Stupid like all time great like that is a great horror film like for <laughs> kids man like even like as a as an adult I mean you're probably not gonna get terrified unless it showed like the trolls like actually like transforming yeah. eating you know children's souls and whatnot but you know it's, it's a PG movie but um just seeing um um his his uh, aside from the earnest character, you know, and yeah. like uh, his physical comedy that he would go through, but his different mannerisms and like acting and tapping into like each one of the characters that he's playing as goofy and silly as they are, but yeah. like committed to like the role of each one. Like I, I not a stay. Yeah. I, I tip I tip my uh, my proverbial hat to you. It's one of those things that you know potential is always greater than like what you actually know. But like he could have went on to anything. He could have been like a good um guy died, ton of fucking movies. Fuck. Had a heroin overdose. The two thousands. Yeah. Uh he was Heath Ledger? Not Heath Ledger. Oh um uh played Capote? Yes. Um Oh Philip Seymour Philip, Hoffman. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I think both those guys could have been probably not potentially could have got to his point. 
but could have been literally in the ballpark if I have good at you in comparison. I really do. Hoffman was already, I mean, he was, I think he was underutilized, but like the roles he was in were, I mean, he was, he was a masterful actor already. Everything he touched was fucking. I liked how, like, he was like, I liked in his like roles he started, I thought he was great. I really appreciated the roles where he was like a supporting actor. Mm-hmm. Like, cause he he fucking killed like a hardball. Have you ever seen that movie? Uh-huh. It's a fucking phenomenal. Movie. It's on Netflix. Yeah, it's phenomenal. I don't think so. It's about oh uh, no, Moneyball, Moneyball, Moneyball. Mm. Oh no, I haven't seen that. That's I heard it's really great. good though. He, he kills he, it. I think one of his one of his last roles it was a um, it was a fictionalized um, L. Ron Hubbard biography. Yeah, oh, the, uh, master. the master, master, yeah, by really uh, P. T. Anderson. Mm. Oh, was that Anderson? I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Yeah. Paul Thomas Anderson, that's... Uh, that's that I, I, I think that uh, everything... I think everything since There Will Be Blood kind of has like his, yeah, his, <laughs> uh, his style to it, but like uh, uh, Boogie Nights, man. Like Philip Seymour Hoffman. I watched that, that not too long ago. That was on Netflix. I watched that not too long ago. And like it was not as good as I remembered it being, but it's still a great movie. I mean, you know, I, I jacked off a lot to that movie as a teenager. <laughs> well, you know, like, I mean, you got full frontal Heather Graham, so what were you I mean, supposed to do? I mean, yeah, 14 her, years old. Yeah, her saying, come inside me, just come inside me, like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Ju- uh, Julianne Moore was saying, come inside me, yeah. and Heather Graham was saying, don't come inside me. I mean, either, I mean, you know, I, I, just, I like movies that are like period pieces like that, though. Like, they're set in time, like that, that era. I. <sighs> That movie in particular, it it has uh, some moments where it, you can definitely feel that Scorsese influenced it, yeah. you know. But um, man, the the opening shot uh, to it is uh, so wild because it's a uh, uh, opens on a, a black title card uh, with music softly playing, and uh, then as soon as like the beat drops, it it's uh, you know the title of the movie, but yeah. it's in neon lights out front of this club. And it's a one shot that you know pans around and looks around, and you see different characters, and it follows uh, them into the club, and you get this quick uh, introduction, almost like a prelude of a of an orchestra of the pieces to come, right? Of all of these characters, uh, there's like nine or uh, ten of them that are like the family, like you know the porn family. Then it ends with uh, a close up of uh, Mark Wahlberg. As uh, you know, the the quote unquote teenager, right, yeah. <laughs> like Eddie with uh, you know this thirteen inch penis. Uh, Burt Reynolds, uh, like he did the whole movie, went to the the screening of it with the studio. Mm-hmm. Totally fucking embarrassed, it, hated it, thought it was awful. Wanted his name scrubbed from the script, everything. And then like he went to like the critics, and then like you know it started getting like, hot buzz, and then won awards. He was like, he was all fucking about it. Yeah, he got nominated for an Oscar, I think. Which he's great in that movie. Yeah, he fucking kills it. Like, the the whole cast in that movie, man. Like, even the prosthetic dick at the end. It's like, they didn't go too overboard with it, but it's like, oh man, that's a believable dick. I mean, you know, from all through high school, most of my young 20s, I thought that was really Mark Wahlberg's dick. I'm like, that dude's packing some fucking meat. He is like stabbing some fucking services to death. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure 
Marky Mark wasn't out there telling anybody it was prosthetic. Apparently, he still has the prosthetic. Like it's in his like. Hell, pri- wouldn't you though? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you go in there, open it up. Oh, what could have been? <laughs> it's like I've, if I'm I, a like, big star. I'm a big bright shining star. The when Will Ferrell puts the, his balls on the drum set and Step Brothers, <laughs> I'd keep those. Nice, nice set of balls. You know, the <laughs> mid-2000s was like the last hurrah for comedy movies, I think. That's like, what I was saying about Grandma's Boy. I don't yeah. know when Tropic Thunder came out, but I, I feel like it Tropic was... Tropic Thunder was like 08, 09. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't long after. But there. I don't... That might have been the last... Like, I, I haven't seen it, but I just know that's, like, that's, a, that's like one of the last movies. You haven't seen, you haven't seen Tropic Thunder? You were talking about how like, oh, it's like yeah. the last great comedy. Two, 2008. It is... Yeah. Uh, like I'm not exaggerating, it is a comedic masterpiece. Well, like Robert, three, Robert Downey Jr. It's incredible. Robert Downey Jr. alone, like I would watch a movie just about that character. <laughs> Never go for me, dog. <laughs> people, I've, I've seen people argue that like, they could probably actually go back and do a movie with just that character because, like, it, it, the, the, the joke is that he's aware of the. The audience is aware of the joke, the, the absurdity that like a black man thinks he's so good that he can replace a black actor. It's like a white guy, you mean? Yeah, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like and that's the whole thing. Like you can get by with it because like it's a commentary on that type of person, like the, yeah. replacing black actors with white people and yada yada yada. There was um, an old interview with uh, James Earl Jones. Um, this was, I believe, before Star Wars. So yeah. this was like 1960s television, like maybe Dick Cavett or something like that. And uh, he was talking about um, how he, uh, uh, maybe it was like a dream role he had, or uh, a role he had played, I can't remember, but it was about um, uh, a Haitian king. And someone had uh, brought up a question about um, some, like, renowned, like, white actor, like, playing it, and, like, if, you know, uh, doing it, uh, like, blackface or something like that uh, would be... uh, uh, okay, or if that's uh, you know a, a, yeah. a no-no, and his uh, answer I found to be uh, pretty concise and uh, to the point, which was, well, you know, he's a said to be a Haitian man of you know dark skin and you know dark complexion. So if this guy can convincingly pull off the character more so than yeah. I could or any other man of color could, then I don't see it being problematic. But I don't think that that's possible. Right. Yeah. Right. I need to watch it. Like I really need to watch. Yeah, it. Yeah, I can't believe you haven't seen it. It's. If, I'm real bad about like, watching movies, man. I mean, there's, dude. There's so many that I haven't seen. People are like, well, you haven't seen that? I haven't seen Boogie Nights. You haven't uh, seen Boogie Nights? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Holy shit! You have Netflix? No. Oh I I have seen like bits got, and pieces of a, it. You got a DVDs? No. I I have. Uh, I have review copies that I'm able to acquire. I have some, fr- I have some friends in the industry. On the high seas yeah. sale. <laughs> I have some friends in the industry. Um, that's just one of the... I just I missed it. Like, um, Oh, man. No, if you if you like There Will Be Blood, like, yeah. Boogie Nights is a... Um, and even, like, The Master as well. Like, I'm a porno man. <laughs> <laughs> I get the dicks. I get the cunts. I get the jersey line. Put it all on film. I sell it to horny fuckwads. Kind of in the same uh, Hollywood vein, the biggest story in April was the Depp Heard trial. Mm. She shit on a bed or something. I think that was the last 
10 years of like feminist rhetoric, rhetoric being put on trial. From like, because it all started in like 2011, 2012. Like the backlash of the Me Too? Leading up to the backlash of Me Too, mm-hmm. I think that was that whole culture, part of that culture being put on trial. I think a bubble popped. Yeah, it probably popped the bubble, yeah. That's what I'm trying uh, to say. I, I, Fem, Femcoin. Uh, yeah, Femcoin just <laughs> imploded. Yeah. Like, which, I mean, I think anytime you. I don't like activism. Yeah. I, I, li- I like problem solving, mm-hmm. right? So. Especially as somebody who has uh, been a uh, somewhat of a, uh, a target of a, a Me Too movement, when I saw that happen, I was sort of relieved because I thought anything about the notion of believe all women mm-hmm. is absolute fucking nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I've it's like a trust you you know, trust but verify, like right. Treat, well, listen, yeah, treat. I mean, like that's yeah, what, somebody comes to you with a problem, you know, like if you know. Some, if somebody came to me with a you know uh, a Me Too issue, I would be inclined to say, okay, I'm going to believe you off the face, you know, just to, and then investigate, you yeah. know, and then if it turns out that they're a, uh, a lying psycho, then you know, Amber Heard turned out to be right, bed shitter. It it, al- it also shined a light on how female abusers act, right, and oh, yeah. like. Well, people act like that's not a thing, you know. Oh, oh yeah, no, it's utter nonsense. Yeah. like uh, I've not, I've I've never <laughs> been been victim. Uh, a woman beating me up? Hell, hell no! no. I, ain't, I ain't no pussy. I ain't, I ain't about it. Brett, she's came out here recently and said uh, that uh, she's going to appeal it and try to get a settlement. And I, I think she decided she's just not going to do it because she has no case. Like it's done, man. Like like it's. And any anytime something like like that I feel gets brought to the public's attention, right, which clearly that was, you have to present all your data, mm. right? So like if what what seems like is she got caught on too many hot mics and didn't know about it, and then she tried to be another one of these whores, and I don't mean that as her being uh, her sex or gender or anything like that. I mean, as far as trying to play and make money off of a movement, mm-hmm. right? Be a grifter, pretty much. Exactly. Like, grifters are whores, man. Yeah. Um, I don't give a fuck if she... What, she's got pussy between her legs? She's still a fucking whore. Fuck her. Johnny Depp's a whore, too, but oh, yeah. he's a movie star whore. It's known that he's been a whore for... You know what I mean? Like, that's that's what actors are, man. They, they get paid to be somebody else. And, and it, not, not to, like... Uh, shift blame to him but anytime you have somebody with like unlimited money and uh on addicted to drugs and booze and you put a, a male and a female with unlimited access to all those kind of all things shit, like yeah. like crazy shit's gonna happen people are gonna get hurt you know yeah. people are, abuse is gonna happen yeah they're both probably i mean i know they're both multi-millionaires but they're both probably megalomaniacs mm-hmm. in their own regard mm-hmm. you know and i I don't like any time, like again, like something like kind of gets put into the public sphere where it's like, which gladiator are you going to go for? Yeah, which yeah. team are you going to go yeah. for? You know, like I, like I like to take somewhat of a more nuanced perspective when I can, but like, like I, I felt that that was a necessary thing to happen culturally to at least, if nothing else, get some sort of power in the narrative away from like 
the message. Right. You know? The narrative of the message of like, you know, believe all women, you know, women are always victims. All, all, all of the the secular atheistic Bible thumping nonsense. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Like, like, and like, like I, I get it, just like with most religions. There's things I agree with it, but like, once you start talking about, I have to like accept your dogma as like truth and whatnot, and like, especially with that nonsense where it's like, you know what we should do instead of going after more sexual predators and especially uh, dudes in the industry is we should culturally just look at how evil masculinity is yeah. <laughs> and just like point all of the fingers at, at, at these people. There's this uh, comedian that is like a decade ago that uh, used to go on Joe Rogan and uh, he was like friends with Rogan. He was on like the 200th something episode <laughs> but he started talking about how uh, essentially he was a, a male feminist now right. and like Josh Zips. <coughs> I know you're talking about because no like, Kilstein maybe Craig Kilstein, Jamie Kilstein, Jamie Kilstein. That's it because like yeah, that's the guy that like he, he was friends with, and then like he bought in, he like got into the the left wing tr- Twitter cult, like lost his fucking mind, and then like he pulled himself out of it. Yeah, well it. It went after him, yeah, as well. Like that's, but that's what that's what churches do to heretics, right? Like that's very. It, it, it doesn't matter who you are; they'll find something to be like. Like I mean, fuck, man. I was listening to this um, stuff about. Um, I don't know if she would be considered uh, a, a Gnostic writer, but she was. She's more or less like uh, uh, a philosopher that wrote uh, a different interpretation of Jesus than uh, what the Gospels intended, and it had... So J.K. Rowling? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they they burn her at the stake. She, like, had sometimes with, like, uh, well, she was talking about something... Like, like literally burn her at the stake? Like, literally oh, okay, burn so her at the stake exactly. for, uh, like, being a, a woman that would have, I guess it was, like, some sort of existential approach... Mm-hmm. To like understanding God and like what Jesus meant, and not just by what he said and did, but like what the concept of Jesus meant, mm-hmm. and like things like this, and like they they just they just burn people like well, that. Man, you remember her name? Um, no, you can give it to me later. But okay. I'll, I'll look at it. Yeah, this uh, this channel on um on YouTube, Let's Talk Religion. Mm-hmm. Um, he unpacks a lot of um. Uh, things with uh, Abrahamic religion, and so like, and a lot of the different uh, groups and structures with uh, within like Islam and Christianity, like from Jew- a historical perspective, like mm-hmm. okay, and like uh, he'll start digging into uh, certain uh, prophets and philosophers. Um, that sounds interesting. Oh, his his channel's fucking. Is dope. he religious? Um, I don't know what his beliefs are. He um. Uh, tries to take it more from a, I guess, a scholarly approach. Right, right. But um, that's fair if you're going to cover all of the religions. Then yeah, like his um, his last uh, five were uh, what is the Gospel of Judas? What is Shia Islam? Not Sharia, but Shia right. Islam. The Islam Ismailis. Probably pronouncing that wrong. Uh, what is the Gospel of Thomas? The essences and the uh, Dead Sea Scrolls. Shams al-Marif, the most dangerous book in the world. 
and demons in ancient Mesopotamia. Nice, yeah, this sounds like right up my alley. Yeah, I, like, yeah. I like stuff like that. Um, they're usually less than an hour long, usually like 20 minutes or so. Um, he, he unpacks some Eastern ones as well, like uh, Taoism and uh, uh, Jainism, Hinduism. Taoism, I got really heavy into Taoism when I was like late teens, early 20s. That's a, one of the more helpful Eastern religions. I don't know if you've read into it at all. but uh, It's uh, kind of like... Um, it's I got a concept of uh, like you cannot step in the same river twice. Well, it's it's positive do nothing ism. Yeah, yeah, it's just be right. Yeah, mm -hmm. it really helped me out when uh, you know your early twenties. It's so chaotic. It's mm. like that was just like just chill, bro. <laughs> like yeah. you don't have to you don't have to do anything. Just yeah, just exist. Be, yeah, but uh, the, and the the Tao the Tao Te Ching is the. The book of Taoism. It's super short read, really easy to read. Yeah, and it, like it just it it all clicks. It's very poetic, but it's like it's like yeah, this makes sense, you know. Kind of want to after I finish sort of uh, my uh, current uh, Nag Hammadi dive. I've done I think like ten of the books like auditorily mm -hmm. so far. I mean they're you know they're not long. Yeah, they're yeah. biblical books, but um, uh, I want to do the Quran. Yeah. After after that. Um, the Quran is an interesting. I haven't read the whole thing, but it, the, it its structure is interesting because it's not. It's no kind of chronological order. It's in order of length, hmm. so it's like it, it jumps back and forth in history. It's and like too. the longest is at the beginning. Of the short it's like a Guy Ritchie religion, then right? Yeah, <laughs> 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 Islam, the Guy Ritchie religion. <laughs> He was married to Madonna. She was she was making splashes this year. Did you hear she's 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 gay? Oh really? Or something? <laughs> she, record sales she's not doing great. She's seventy this fucking years old. Have you, have you seen, point, have you seen her? Recently? Yes, it's a yes. train wreck. Oh my god! Thank God dude. this is an audio podcast. <laughs> <laughs> just wait, just wait till we get a get the cameras and our own Jamie. Gosh. <laughs> we're gonna need eye bleach. <laughs> that's like a, a, it's a very sad. Like you can age gracefully, and like you know, you've actually aged uh, quite quite well. That's starting know? to catch up with me. Oh yeah, the song well you got some time to catch up to Madonna. So yeah, I got at least another <laughs> forty years. Yeah, but when you get that's what I'm saying. Like at her age. Good luck trying to stop entropy. I think the only way you can do it is with pharmaceuticals and cosmetics, right? Yeah, like, yeah. like either like like surgically cosmetics or you which know, is the I route guess. she went. She does not. She doesn't look human anymore. No, no. Like a, a fucking seventy-year woman does not need a BBL. Like it just does. You don't. You don't need it. <laughs> you don't. You let your ass sag to the back of your knees. And and just die gracefully. Like you're not relevant. Your music is not good anymore. You had you had your chance in the eighties. You, you seized the day. She was, yeah, I mean, she was Madonna. She like, was the pop star of the of of two decades. Yeah, you don't need to still be Madonna. Yeah, just go be who the fuck you were before then. Yeah. Like, Speaking of Madonna, if you guys haven't seen it, don't watch the trailer. Just watch the Weird Al movie. Just just watch it. It's good. Like, and, uh, and, uh, Daniel Radcliffe. Daniel Radcliffe as Weird Al. <clears throat> it's um, it's not what I thought it was gonna be, but it was. Really yeah, it's not like an actual biography. It's yeah. like a yeah, just like, yeah. Like a, that's what I was. That's what I was saying. A fantastic telling of. That's what I was saying. Don't watch. Don't watch the trailer. <coughs> uh, 
I, I watched the trailer and I was like, oh, that's what this is. But uh, it's it's entertaining for sure. But uh, there's a lot of. I know you probably move on to what's in. Uh, oh no, we stay on whatever. Go about like that movie in particular, like. That movies like that are why Hollywood's not doing well because it's a very experimental, experimental fun movie that they would stick in theaters twenty years ago. Yeah, might, might now it's on, the Ro- it's on the Roku channel. It's on the Roku channel. Like you don't have to go to the movie. You don't. You don't have to go to the theater to see a good movie. Right, dude. I drove by the movie theater. Our local movie theater's got what sixteen screens in it. It's got yeah. It's got. And, it's added on like five or six of like the big nice ones. Right, yeah. and the marquee. It's a long ass marquee, yeah. and half of it was blank because. The theater is full of Avatar screenings. <laughs> it's like fucking, it's like it's Avatar and then like you, six you other movies. Just ruined this fucking podcast. <laughs> Shut it down. Avatar was the biggest, most overrated piece of fucking shit I've ever seen, and I saw it twice in theaters. I did too. <laughs> when you like, it's it it I fucks you. It's a great visual yeah. for that era, but like, there's literally no fucking substance to that movie. All is fucking. It's Pocahontas. No, it's uh, it's um, Fern Gully. Fern Gully. It's yeah, a retelling it's of Fern Gully. Gully. And apparently, his net the the new one, The Way of Water, where the fuck it is, is telling the same exact fucking story. And there's like an hour long like part of the movie where like there's like there's a whale for some fucking reason that they're like trying to bond with or some shit. I don't want to watch that. <laughs> I had other shit to fucking do. I heard that they took they, they removed from the lore of Avatar the fact that they like have sex with their ponytails. You know how they like yeah, they yeah. connect to their flying monsters with their ponytails. Yeah, like, like, also, like in fucking like, Total Recall, they plug in and fuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, James Cameron, he's had some great moves, but god fucking damn, he, he's so was he, on Was ass. he worried that it would it fit too much within normalizing standard? Binary gender norms. Probably with. so, but then like he like I hate when like directors and actresses and actors go on their promotional tour and like they they espouse shit like like what he now is an even more important time that we pay attention to the planet and the damage we're doing. He uh he went on to talk about how like uh, testosterone is a toxic chemical and, oh, and shit Jesus. like that. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, and like you know. It it just I had no I had no idea I was I was trying to you know keep mine up and healthy I had no idea it was toxic and he's going on about That's how like this will, this will be a two billion dollar movie they've already filmed uh, three and four and five wait no there's hang a director's on. cut of two that's nine hours long and it's like Jesus <laughs> hang on now did did he find out this discovery about toxic testosterone while being at the bottom of the sea doing his mm-hmm. Avatar research yep. That's it's fucking wild. Yeah, mermaid toy. <laughs> oh, not to admit the. I think the thing that originally pissed me off about that whole movie, in it, I, in the theater, I was like, really, the hardest find hard the, the hardest to find material in the universe. Unobtainium. <laughs> it's like can't, can't find onium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with a, mo- a movie being like just visually stimulating and fun. That's what the Transformer movies. I mean, are. it was good. I, I saw a synopsis of the de- spoiler alert of the uh, new Avatar, and it was like uh, the bad guy from the first one that they killed for some reason he comes back because they had him in an Avatar, and yet he had a human son, and the human son decided to stay on 
whatever plantanium, whatever the planet <laughs> yeah. is called. It's not. It's not plantanium, but you know. Earth too. Earth, yeah. Earth. U R F. Earth. <laughs> <laughs> so he decided to stay there, but he's with the Navi. You know the blue people, because that makes sense. They forgive him. It's you know. And then he's he's you know helping out, but oh you know there's there's trouble that ensues, and yet he can't breathe the air. So he has to have like this respirator on the whole time. So mm-hmm. I was like, why would you stay at a planet that you can't breathe the air yeah, on? Right. <laughs> yeah, apparently it was like this. Like, no, I'm okay, guys. I'm gonna stay here. Your dad's dead, but we've got a blue version of him inside. Fuck my dad. I'm gonna go real with, live with real blue people. It's like I, I think that we people see through the the, the curtain. Of Hollywood now, so like it's hard to really get behind like a a, a blockbuster movie anymore. Mm-hmm. Like you know, uh, the last uh, Top Gun was like a fluke. Like it, there's there, no one could have saw that movie been like the top ten gross movies of all time. It's in, it's in theaters again. It's a great fucking movie. Well, wasn't it? Uh, and they didn't push fucking culture war bullshit. That, that's what I was gonna say. Wasn't it like one of the few like big budget movies, at least in more recent times that. Didn't have anything to do with like culture. Like it's yeah. like it's a fun movie, and that's what I don't get about these dumb fucking actors. Is like as soon as you start like bringing in cultural bullshit, you you automatically turn the movie off to like half the population, if not more. Because yeah. you're, you're, I want to go to a movie, get my own interpretation, my own feelings, yada yada yada. If I find out this movie is about, about environmentalism by watching it, that's fine. But now that you told me this is fucking about, I don't want to see it. Yeah, make it subtext. You know, yeah. like make, don't make, like. I'm watching a movie, and then you come in and slam it with a fucking ham made of environmentalism. It just just doesn't work. Like, ham fisted, ham fisted writing. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Strong female lead character heroically saves day. Like Jennifer fucking Lawrence, that stupid bitch. Like comes out and said, "There's there's never been a action female fucking lead." And it's like, have you seen Aliens? Yeah. What about what about the Terminator movies? Uh, Angelina like, Jolie. Anything Angelina. Anything Angelina Jolie. The fucking Resident Evil movies with uh. What's me? Mila Jovovich. I'm fucking yeah. damn Russian bitch. I can't pronounce your name. It's it that that type of stuff pisses me off. It's like you're not. It's not genuine. You're not being real. Well, like, it's not true. You're, you're, it's you're not, not like that's that's even like more so. It's like well these these things aren't true, and it's fine. Like if you want to believe something that's not true, you know, like but no. Once the, there there's a certain truth to the notion of. To celebrities, as far as like you know, shut up and act. Yeah, you, you know. With, and the ones that do that are the ones that like you catch the most shit. Right, and like, I think it's a somewhat different when it's cast at like musicians. You know, like when they like twenty years ago they did that with the the Dixie Chicks. Excuse me, the Chicks. Um, <laughs> I, I don't feel bad at all. They they ruined their career attacking George Bush. If you're gonna get, if you're gonna come back. And move Dixie Chicks and become the Chicks. I'm sorry, you, you fucking you you where you need to be. I mean, they're still the Dixie Chicks as yeah. far as I'm concerned. That first album is goaded. It's still one of my favorite country albums. I used to write it all the time when I was oh, yeah. listening. It's great fucking country music. I like the first two. Yeah, first uh, two albums are great. Even Earl, even on uh, Earl is a fucking classic, yeah. dude. Even uh, on the third one, uh, well, third one they covered landslide. Yeah. And then they had a uh, not uh, not ready to make nice, like. Like they're excellent, like you know, <laughs> musicians and whatnot. Is it racist to say Dixie now? Like, is that that was during that when, when was it's 
<laughs> there was uh, something else. I think it was like Lady Antebellum. Yeah, that lady yeah. changing their name because Antebellum was pre Civil War. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it, it's a, it's about something that's tied to like anything pro Confederacy, right, right? Or it's right. like Confederacy adjacent. So it's it's part of the white apologist ideology, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so uh, have have fun with that, fellas, ladies. I had to look it up. We were talking about um, female fe- yeah, yeah. leads and. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, was, uh, just a quick tangent. If they're gonna do that, they should also appropriate the name chicks <laughs> yeah, <right>. as well. <laughs> Right. If you're gonna take back Dixie, take back chicks as well. I don't want to see that heteronormative horse shit in my fucking newsfeed and on my fucking Spotify. You'll be known as the the, the southern uh, the southern birthing people. No, you just you just take away just the other the, word the. the the chicks. They'll get rid of the after a while. Yeah, because they'll be like this. This article is actually harmful because articles promote pronouns that could be misgendering. <laughs> And it can be objectifying to people when you use things like the and uh and an. Oh, I totally understand. Right, so when you perform, we're just going to have a blank marquee. You are still, you can still perform, though. Go ahead. Pronouns only. No adverbs. Yeah, yeah. They. They change <laughs> their name from the, the Dixie Chicks to, to the Chicks to the to they. But um, I saw a movie. I think it, I think it came out last year. Um, it's about um, a retiring female hitman in mm-hmm. Tokyo, and Woody Harrelson's got a small part in it. And it's a damn good female lead action movie. He's, what's what's he's it called? Kate. Kate mm-hmm. with a K. Yeah, K A T E. Yeah, it came out in twenty twenty one. I never have a problem with female leads in movies until you tell me that's why they're there. Right, and that, well, that's the thing about that movie. It's it's well, like Alien, like uh, Alien could have been a male lead. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it makes no difference. And that's how this movie kind of is. That's how yeah. like, she was left. She was just the person that survived. It's, yeah, right. Like that, that's just how it worked out, right? Like because well, that the movie was uh, Alien was written for a male lead, and they changed it at the last minute, and mm. because it it works either way. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not. It's yeah. like a George R. R. Martin asked, like, how do you write like women so well? And it's like, well. I write a story with a person, and then if I want them to be that, then that's what they are. Right. I think about what if I had a vagina and could control dragons. And I, is he British or Engl- or American? He, he, he lives in Arizona. Okay. <laughs> and I thought to myself, wow, if my pussy was on top of this dragon right now, and I had control over all the kingdoms, what would I do? My favorite quote from him is. Is South Park got it wrong? He's like South Park got it wrong. They think I'm obsessed with penises, but anyone who's read my books knows I'm obsessed with boobies. I've never oh. read uh, any of his. Books. I read the first like three. Is and, he obsessed with boobies? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and they're good. I mean, it's good. for fantasy. It's good, but it's like it's it's like the show. It's like it jumps around so much that you can't keep up. But it, I mean, any fantasy is kind of like that. They'll. They'll just mention a character and expect you to remember his complicated ass name. Right. right. Three his, books later. The way he writes his books is like every chapter is a different perspective. Yeah. A different character story in the in that overall arcing story. So you have a bunch of different er, er, like character arcs and stories going on, like A and B plots, and they all intersect at certain points and they all spawn off different ones. And mm-hmm. it's constantly going up and down, up and down, up and down, all the way through. Sounds like a lot of uh, 
heavy investment for a reader. Like, yeah, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. I prefer Berenstein Bears myself. <laughs> Talking about television shows and movies and bad writing and like culture war stuff. Uh, you know, the, you saw The Witcher, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a great fucking show. I've seen, the first one, I've seen the f- uh, two seasons. The, I don't know if the okay, third one is. The third first, right? se- first season's great. The first season is great. It's pretty close to the book. Second season is a big deviation. Uh, Henry Cavill's leaving, leaving after the third season because he's the the story is he's sick of the shit. Because well, he's a fan of The Witcher. He's a huge fan of The Witcher. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so the, the the people who are doing the writing for the the main show have went off and done a uh, blood origin. A, a blood origin. All right. It's just like a little side thing. It was supposed to be six. They cut it off to four because it was so bad. Episodes. Episodes. Really. Yeah. All right. This is a uh, this is a you know a fantasy story set in a fantasy set fantasy set uh, fantasy setting. Fantasy setting. Thank you. I was trying to balance this going on my tongue. I got you, boo. Um, they have a character that does American Sign Language in the fucking show. You mean they didn't have that representation in the first two seasons? No, this... this, this, this well, it's this, about time they brought that in for the third season. Yeah. The, the, the fucking paint-by-numbers diversity casting stuff drives me up a fucking wall. Like, you don't need somebody... It's, it's based on a Polish novel yeah. set in an imaginary... Land that could you could argue one way or the other that it's medieval Poland, you know. Well, see, I could I could for certain characters like Yennefer. Yeah, I I, I think the casting for Yennefer's fine. Decent, Yennefer, decent, you know, yeah. you know what I mean. Like um, the casting is not bad. Uh, Frangelo, uh, the actress does a great job with her, but Frangelo. Uh, I've 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 never read the um the books uh, again because you know illiteracy, but um, I played. The, no pictures in whatsoever. No, no. I mean, yeah, count me out. But I played uh, two and three of the games. Um, They're remaking one. No spoilers for three. I haven't finished it yet. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, Hope you chose wisely. I'm reading. Hold on. Well, let's, let's handle this, then we'll get to you. with not All right. Hang, hang on. You do that. I have to pee so bad. Have you read the Witcher books? I'm halfway through the second one. Okay. I, I read the first one. The second short story collection or the second novel? Yeah, the, the second, because the first two are short story collections. Right, right. The, the last five. Three, how many is it? There's, I think there's seven altogether. Yeah, and then that, that starts the full story. Right, right. Yeah. The um, the first full novel, oh, they're all great. Yeah. They're all really good. Have you read all of them? I'm on the second to last one. I'm on the uh, Lady of the Lake, but, yeah. I ha- but I haven't started it yet. It's just I have it, but um, they're all fantastic and they get better as they go along. As Siri like gets older yeah. and, and stuff like that, and uh, I, my my idea is to go through and read the whole books, then go back through and play that. Yeah, the that's games again. that's what I'm. Th- I, I I played Witcher one um, a lot a couple years ago. Yeah, and um, for when it came out, it's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I tried playing like two years ago. I'm like, I, I can't do this. It's, I, it's rough. I started playing three. Um, after it had been out for a couple of years, mm-hmm. and I loved it. I thought it was great. And then I found out it was based on a book series, so yeah. I was like, I was oh, like okay. well, "I'm gonna check that, check those out." And they are fantastic. They're really good. If, you, if, if you're into fantasy, you know, yeah. it's really good. I love the first book, even though the first book is like almost like a one to one for the show on about. Yeah, yeah. Well, that and that's what I hated about the second season because I so after I watched the first season because I had already read yeah. all the material it was based on, and. Um, I start. I, I watched the second season at, when I was like, I don't know, the second or third novel, and they just skipped like like a bunch of cool shit, a bunch of really cool shit, a bunch of character development for everybody, but especially Siri. And I don't mind them having like a little 
because you know, sometimes like books, what's in a book doesn't always translate well right. to right. You know, a show. Well, they're going to deviate, yeah. And that's fine, but like you have to hit the central points. Yeah, there's so many central points that like I I don't want to tell you what happens in the novel because it's there. There are some amazing action scenes that just don't. I don't know if they're saving it for later or they're just going to... Well, I mean, Cal was gone after this season. The, the show might as well be canceled. But, um, That's but, what I'm saying. He was such a good Geralt, yeah. man. You like, mean, Chris, Chris Hemsworth is not going to pull that the fuck off. Oh, is that who they got to yeah. replace him? Yeah. They don't even look the same. Yeah. But uh, the... the spin, oh, yeah, I'm Geralt. The spinoff thing, it's like, I don't really care about the racial thing. It's like the... It's like the... It's like... The main trailer for it is Michelle Yeoh from Crouching Tiger, who she's fantastic yeah. action, and, and like a, there's like a black a black actress and like a, a it's, it's racially diverse, which is yeah. fine, you know, no big deal. Yeah, but it's like but like with the American Sign Language thing, it's like like you were saying earlier, you're really just fucking trying it, hard. Yeah, like I mean, it's like you can put you know subtext in there. Don't it's it's woke the TV show. You know what I mean? Like. Your politics are like shaping the story, not the story. Not the right. story. Not, you, 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 you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, your politics are I mean, starting to influence your writing. Like, the Witcher novels are some of the most feminist novels I've ever read. And yeah, they're written the, in the, the 80s. The writer has said that as much. Like, he, like, there's, yeah. They're written there, in the there's 80s. Numerous, before. like, strong female characters within that story. Yeah. Because like, they're well written, good characters. They're just not like this. We need a female character to write something for. No. Well, I mean, plus, I mean, it's. Centered around Geralt of Rivia, like he's yeah. he's supposed to be like a sex icon, mm-hmm. like you know what I mean, like he's fucking monster slayer. So like, why wouldn't you want to know about his exploits with all like the most beautiful and powerful mm-hmm. like like their sorceresses? Well, yeah. And as the as the at least the novels, I don't I'm, I know the games focus on Geralt because he's the action centerpiece. But as the novels go on, he becomes more of like a B story. Like the, it becomes more about Siri and more, yeah, Siri, more about yeah. the supporting mm-hmm. characters. Like there's a there's a whole novel where G- Geralt's not even really in it. It's more about Yennefer and Siri and and Triss and you know it, they're they're fantastic. You've beat the game what ten times now? Easy. Um, I've gotten all four different endings. There's I think there are three. I think there's three. There's like really good, really bad, and then there's okay. Oh, like morality endings. It, it's it's based on how you handle certain and choices who, and, and who you bang and who you kill. No, not even that. No, the I mean the the character endings for sure. Right, you know, right. but um, the kingdoms like how every how your story and how the land around you ends. It comes down a lot of times to your decisions. Whenever it's a you have it's a timed decision where it's mm-hmm. like where are you going to choose, Geralt? Like, uh, let's see, the thing is, there's a lot of those in there in the game, <clears throat> and you don't know which ones actually make right. the difference. Yeah. Right. So have you have you done um have you done the, the Bloody Baron quest? Yes. Oh, yeah, have you finished it? Is that's the one with the um, oh, I don't know what to do, Carol. With the fetus. My, my wife yeah. and my yeah. dead fetus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did that. It, I have, it's been a couple years since I played it, but like well, I was telling him, I started three and realized it was based on a book series. And mm-hmm. being the completionist nerd I am, I, I had to go back. Gotcha. And start. I did the Bloody Baron quest line, and like I felt like I had actually beaten a normal game. Yeah, it's like holy shit. This I, I'm like 20 hours into this shit already. But the, and there's like five more acts after that shit. Like it goes on. Yeah, yeah. So like that's there's a, a couple of times I played through it. You know, like not quite as bad as like you know, Skyrim or Oblivion, Elder yeah. Scrolls games. But 
you can glitch something out, right, that you either failed to do or, like, it didn't save properly, and then, well, you won't get your quest log completed, mm -hmm. right? So you'll still have, like, you know, hanging bullets left over that you can't finish out. So that, that would drive me to, like, yeah. go back and do it again. But the, uh, man, the uh, just the amount of, like, detail in the Bloody Baron, like, quest line, and especially with, like, however you choose to handle it, like, the, you can either kill the, uh, uh, I forget what they call it, the, it's like the reanimated corpse of, like, the baby that, the stillborn baby. What's it called? It's some Blumpkin? That oh, is... Let's get a blowjob we're taking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's something like that. But that's what is so beautiful about the... Like, in most games, your choices don't really matter because you ultimately end up with one, either one or one of two ultimate endings. And the choices in, in those games seem to actually matter. <clears throat> and the, the whole, like, underlying um, moral of all the books is that you'll never really know if the decision you made was the right decision. Yeah. <clears throat> like, from the very first short story, it's a... Well, the first episode of the show that they use, which is a great... Um, it's a great retelling of the text is uh, when he do he doesn't know if he should um, kill the girl or kill the wizard because they're both what was the name of that episode it's the name of the chapter too um, um, but it, it's uh, I can't remember it's been so long but um, because the girl the girl is claimed by the wizard to be this monster who's Lubberkin like, Lubberkin what is it Lubberkin, Lubberkin. but um, a botchling Botchling, that's what, a, yeah. You take a botchling and you make it into a, a loverkin. So you can either decide to fight the botchling and that'll have uh, bad consequences, mm -hmm. or you can save it and well, turn it into a loverkin. Do you know what decides that story in, in, in the, the, the first act of the Blade Baron? You actually decides the outcome of that story? The, the kid, fighting a kid, saving a kid. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, the tree. Yeah. The tree's what what makes it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. because uh, his wife hung herself from the tree while mm, she was pregnant or something like that. No, 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 no. no. You um, you find out that where um, where his wife is at, she's being held by crones, by witches of the forest, mm. and the witches have a town nearby that more or less is is their town, right? And the townspeople work with the witches. Um, the I think it's the witches have imprisoned a, uh, a monster, a, a, an evil spirit in the roots of the tree. And while uh, trying to help out this town, right, and uh, rid them of their problems to do something for the witches, um, you go underneath uh, the roots of this tree, and you find this this thing. It looks like a like a heart with thorns on it and tentacles, and it's just sort of it's it's speaks. like a mass. Yeah. yeah, it speaks in like a disembodied voice, mm -hmm. and it uh, it promises to save the uh, the children at uh, the witch's orphanage that they're right. they're gonna eat, <clears throat> or uh, Geralt has to kill it. Mm -hmm. Instead, and the children will, they'll they'll go to the witches. Right. So, you you don't win in either yeah. scenario. Yeah. 
but if you choose to release the thing, it gets way worse. Like, way worse. Did you find the name of that story? No, it's the name of the first episode of the show, too. The, um... But but it's like yeah so the like you've got the wizard and the murderous girl like accusing each other of being monsters. It's got the quote of like evil is evil, middling yada yada yada. Yeah the uh, oh the lesser evil. Lesser evil. That's what it is. that's what it is. But yeah the whole the whole underlying story of all the short especially the short stories but the novels too is and the video games it's like you can think you're doing the right thing but like they're the butterfly effect like the unforeseen consequences of every choice you make like mm-hmm. it's not there is no right. There's no correct choice. Yeah, it's just your choice. Mm-hmm. Very. Um, Apparently, they're starting on the 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 next one, the the next game. Yeah, the yeah. <clears throat> I, no, they got like three coming out. I think one of them is the remake of the first one you're talking yeah, they're, about. They're doing the remake of the first one, Unreal Unreal Engine Five, which would be crazy. But they're doing like a whole new whole new trilogy mm-hmm. set in the universe. Ooh, and that'll some, be cool. Some people tend to think it might be. Be a series centered. Uh, it might be series centered, but they'd be like, you know, depending on your ending, you know. Mm. Yeah, because they could still go. There's a lot. Uh, Yennefer is not in the second game at all. Or the first no. one. She's not in the first one either. I uh, I don't think a lot of characters are in the first one. I think, to, my, my, to it, my understanding, the first one's kind of like a. The first one's uh, mostly. You should avoid. <laughs> it's. It, for the time it came out, it's it's great. It put they put CG project CG project CD project red on the map. Like it like for like you said for its time, mm. phenomenal. But it doesn't age well. Right. But it's Geralt and Siri I mean no, Geralt and Triss are basically the only like mainstay characters that are in it because he's lost his memory and you know, you kind of it was a So that's kinda of like that's what the second one the, does more or less. The second one's not like really open world. Either the second Witcher that's pretty game. linear. The, like the author of the books kind of like gave CD Projekt Red like total control, like over what he he was like. Yeah, you want to make a game because he's like, oh, video game. What's this? You know, like. <laughs> well, also, he had like, signed his uh, the rights over to like a Polish TV like pr- production, yeah. and they made a hilariously bad fucking show. So he was really like uh, not distraught, but like he was like over like I, I don't I don't. No adaptations, fuck that. Right. Can't do it right. And then like they like CD Projekt Red approached about doing the rights for the game. He was like, I don't give a shit. This not gonna, I'm gonna make a little bit of money. It's not gonna be any damn thing. And then like it was it ended up being one of the biggest series ever. It's huge. Like, like I can't believe you've played as much as you have. It's fantastic. Witcher three. It's fantastic. Like plus there's um the last the DLCs. I pl- say what the DLCs the. Blood and Wine and Heart of Stone. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the Heart of Wine one is is fun because it's like vampires yeah. and um, it's uh, really uh, colorful, mm-hmm. like uh, the place you go to. It's set in, like their version of France or some shit. Yeah. The um, the other one, it's it's cool. It's kind of like a retelling of like the um, like Robert Johnson Devil at the Crossroads uh, okay. story, and you're tasked by the devil to more or less. Make sure that this this vagabond, this criminal, it's time to pay what he owes, mm-hmm. and so your choice ultimately comes down: fight the devil or help the devil. Yeah, yeah. I've got two more books to read, and then I'm going to replay that game. I'm really interested to see your when you beat the game. How you? Feel. Yeah. We'll have to. When I beat it, I said when I beat it, I like it's one of those games. And it's very very good to play a game like this. You sit back in and you go. 
when you when it's done. Yeah. Like that was it. That was. Have you played The Last of Us too? No. That I played. The, I played the first one. Did not like it. Really? I don't like the combat. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but is that over the shoulder? <clears throat> yeah, it's a third person. Action. It's like a cover shooter kind of. It's all of like Sony's first party stuff. Is like third person action adventure. Mm-hmm. They're good. They're great games. The, sto- the storytelling is. <clears throat> I mean, the first one is is great, but yeah. the the second one, um, like regardless of how anybody feels about the gameplay, the storytelling is the best I've ever seen in a video game. It's, it's always, amazing. Well, there, a lot of their stuff, I just put it on the easiest setting and just like. That's what I was going to say. You put it on story mode and just yeah, enjoy the story. Enjoy the story yeah. with it. You got a PS5 yet? No. I've got. When I quit drinking last year, yeah. um, I replaced my addiction with playing video games. Mm-hmm. So I've gone back all the way to like my childhood to replay some of the games I've never beat. And oh, been, cool. Yeah. And so I've, I've been playing all this old stuff and it's like. I have enough video games that even if I play them full time, I might not play them all by the time I die. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna play Witcher three when I finish the um, book series. Um, and other than that, I'm just playing old shit. What sucks about like, like some of Sony stuff is like like the PS one era stuff, mm-hmm. even some of the PS two era stuff. You can't play it unless you have those consoles. No. That really sucks. I've got a um, a PS three. Um, one I already had with a bad disk drive, and another one I bought off of Coulter. Yeah, I've been going to this um, retro game shop on Ashley Street. They've got all these PS3 games for cheap, and a, a lot of them they're like a lot of PS1 games they're re-releasing, um, either either remastering or just putting it out as is on the PS Plus yeah. service. That's pretty cool. So having a, a '90s renaissance. I feel that I'd love to go back and play like Silent Hill one and Metal Gear Solid one again. Yeah, man. <laughs> I remember just seeing the um, there weren't that many cutscenes in the first Silent Hill, but just the couple that were. Yeah, and seeing like what the graphics were capable of, maybe not in gameplay, but like cinematics in, back then, like yeah, yeah, where it's like it's like holy shit, they're rendering like facial like yeah. expressions. Yeah, you, you go look at now, you're like, oh god, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like turning on like Super Mario World, like on the on, on the NES, Super NES. So like, holy shit, this looks so great! Right, and now you're like, oh. <laughs> Some of the stuff I think holds up where it's like supposed to be like purposely cartoony. Yeah, you know what I mean. But like. Yeah, some of the ones like Resident Evil Two and Silent Hill One. Yeah, they were on plus uh, PlayStation One. Like you go back and play it, it's like, oh man, this game. It's looked- cutting edge back then. Yeah, that's what that worries me about like going back and playing them because I remember playing them when I was like 15 years old and like being absolutely enamored with both of them. Mm-hmm. And I worry if I go back now, would that ruin my my memory? Just depends on your mindset. Oh yeah, like because you remember it looking better than it actually did. Yeah. So. I remember the story being better. Like I would say, I would say both those stories hold up incredibly well. But like, I never beat uh, Resident Evil Two. I played the remake recently, and it's ha- having not played the original in so long, I can't uh, really say if it's faithful or not. But um, I played it's the a demo. great game. I played the demo of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty faithful to like. Yeah, they've had to do their own like you know because this gameplay tastes and styles change. That game was over twenty something years old. Like you right. had to kind of modernize it for a new audience. And there's certain like facts people are really upset that they're doing that, but you kind of have to. As long as you're telling the same story, that's all it matters. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, they're they're putting out new content in that world for like to stay relevant with yeah. technology. Well, the cool thing about they're doing Resident Evil is like they're going, they've done one, two, three, their four is about to come out. They're yeah. coming back through and redoing all 
one through all the old ones. And at the same time, they're doing like they just did seven and eight, right? And like apparently seven was like really good. It's set. It was like set in like a village, and that's all. That's where you stayed at. I mean those those uh, games. Uh, I think more so than uh, the Silent Hill franchise in- induce terror and panic, at least in in me. It reminds me a lot of playing Doom as a little well, boy. Like, the, the way those are contrasted but then it was like Resident Evil was like a, a jump scare yeah and Silent Hill was like it was like it Kojima. could be jump scare but not not, was, not a lot yeah <laughs> like it was like a Kojima, it was a Kojima game it was like psychological thriller like unnerving yeah just running in the darkness and yeah hearing sometimes your radio would crackle sometimes it'd be like no you just reached a wall you yeah. gotta you gotta go back Everything you just went through, and, and the stuff uh, would be different. Sometimes it'd did, be like, "Oh, know, there's a door open now." You did know? you know the fog was not the the fog was not intentional? Yeah, it had something to do with like it couldn't render. It couldn't render the city yeah. without it, so they they put fog up. That's how they got. That's how they could do that. Yeah, you got stuff in that game. You, I doubt you ever play it, but like you know, you get you get halfway in the game because you're looking for your daughter, right? Yeah, right. You halfway in the game, you go into a classroom, <clears throat> and you're not expecting there's a phone there. And the phone rings, you pick it up, it's your daughter begging for help. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I've, I've got that on um, downloaded on my PS3. That's one of the few classics you can still get on the PS Store. See, you can't download it on a PS4 or PS5. It's that's so what, That's why I have my uh, PS3. is because some of, the ga- some of the classic games, that's the only way you can play them. Yeah, some, some on... I've got like two or three uh, 360 mm-hmm. games. And like... They'll occasionally they'll still play on a uh, on Xbox yeah, One. My, the Xbox is real. They're getting real big on like not having generations. So much. Right. Well, they're get they're they're doing what Sony should be doing with Game Pass. Uh, you like that? You get you really get the, the gaming culture stuff. Like you know, yeah, you, Game Pass, great fucking service. You know, both y'all don't have, but I'd highly recommend again if y'all ever could. Um, Sony can't compete with them. With the amount of content Microsoft is eventually going to put out, but what Microsoft, what Sony could do is go back to their library from the PS One and PS Two era and just crank that shit out and fill that right. their, their service up with that shit, and it would easily easily compete. Right. Well, no problem. Mm-hmm. People have been begging for Parasite Eve. Parasite Eve, Man, like, people, that's a classic. You know, you know, part of the problem with that <clears> is though is uh, I know with probably Parasite Eve, I know with Silent Hill and Metal Solid. Uh, Konami deleted the fucking source code, uh, so there's no source code to build it off of. You have to build it completely, completely it, from scratch. Holy they, shit! They yeah. delisted Metal Gear Solid um, last or sometime earlier this year over copyright on some historical footage that they used in um, in the first game. So you can't you can't buy a digital copy anymore. Supposedly they're coming back, but when they when they did that, I immediately got on Amazon and ordered the entire series. Yeah. like the rumor copy. is that they're actually doing they're re, they're doing a remake of Metal Solid One. Yeah, they're they're definitely remaking Snake Eater, the third yeah. one. And the rumor is, I, and I hope they I hope they will remake the first one because it's it's I, I still haven't beat it, but it's it's classic, man. It is so innovative, and uh, I was. Uh, texting with Coulter last night talking about Death Stranding have you played that mm-hmm. dude you talk about a fucking David Lynchian mindfuck yeah it is a mindfuck I, I started to tell him to just go watch the cutscenes cause it's on Game Pass oh really if you ever want to like just put your 10 bucks in like 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 you know like I've told you I normally like one game a year yeah. like I'll maybe buy like I'm kind of yeah. like with tattoos and games yeah. you know um, I put a hundred hours into it, so I 
I, I recommend it, but if you're a one game a year guy, that'll be your year. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, I still uh, I still want to play Cyberpunk. Like I would wait until you get a hold of a Xbox Series X or Xbox Series S because apparently it runs really bad on the Xbox One. Well, I mean, it's very cheap though, so yeah, yeah, what, yeah. What, I mean, I, to... I mean, I don't care. You know, I'll still, I'll still <coughs> play it. Um, I mean, some some uh, what is it? The Ghostbusters game. Like was like for like I think for like 360 or maybe yeah. the PS2 or something like that, mm-hmm. but I mean, I'll play I'll pop that guy in on that. That's it's not fun or like you know graphically amazing or whatnot. Well, it's not about grass. I don't think it, like it just doesn't run well. It's mm-hmm. not about not like looking. Yeah, like bug like game, bugs game killing bugs. Oh yeah. Oh. You'll, you'll get like halfway through the game and it'll just glitch and you can't retrieve your save file and just have to completely start over. Oh man. I already hate inanimate objects uh, that are <laughs> giving me technological advances, dude. I, I, I don't know. Uh, it's probably has something to do with maybe getting somewhat healthier. But like, the last like six months, I've noticed like my rage has been like almost exclusively towards like technology, and, like not <laughs> your people, ca- your caveman persona. Yeah. <laughs> I hate a fucking printer with every fiber of my being. I think they're the work of the devil. <laughs> they never fucking work. I, I just really dislike operating systems telling me false information. Like, like oh, you know, there's, you know, we're running low on memory. Or, you know, well, the clip clipboard can't copy right now. It's like, yes, the fuck it can. <laughs> I'm hitting control C. I'm looking at the RAM right fucking now. The computer works fine. The most basic feature of a fucking computer, control C. Yeah. <laughs> you mean you, do, you can't pick this fucking text up and put it over here? You start telling me like a file doesn't exist. I'm like, I'm looking at the file. What do you mean it doesn't exist? It's right there. I'm sorry, it doesn't exist. Fucking liar. Biscuit, you win piss chicken. Huh? You win piss chicken. Thank you. Because <laughs> I really had piss. <laughs> hold it. I'm stood over that toilet and I was just like oh thank god I, and then I, two like, minutes later I'm like still going <laughs> like holy shit I didn't drink a monster or anything like highly caffeinated before I came so that's why I'm, I'm holding out oh man I think I've had a whole pot of coffee today whew I try to cut my, my caffeine off after 2 o'clock if I can I try to cut my water off around 7 30, 8 o'clock oh not me I'll drink so I don't get up in the so I don't get up in the middle of the night and take a piss I would rather have to get up and take a piss than uh, wake up with a cramp, you know, from being dehydrated. Especially the older I get, God, it old sucks. Yeah. But, like, my uh, my ankles and, like, my calves will, like, lock up, you know, if I'm, like, dehydrated. I don't fucking get it. Like, you'll be laying in bed just, ah, so sleepy enough. You'll feel a little tickle in your, in your calf and then wait, you'll be like, oh, no, oh, no. And then this motherfucker locks down. Yeah, it's like, hey, we need to walk right now. It's like, okay. Getting <laughs> old. I mean, you'll be you turn thirty nine this year. Less than two months. Not to remind you, but I mean. Oh no no no! Death death's coming for us all. Um, yeah, be thirty nine in February. That seems so weird. You know, 39 when I was like 15 was fucking old. 
now I'm I'm thirty. I'll turn thirty nine this year as well. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. At least I've become self aware to know I'm a fucking idiot, and I have a lot of uh, a lot of things to improve on. You know, I think that's something that comes with age anyway. Like you realize your ego finally calms down enough. You're like, oh, maybe I am a I, fucking idiot retard. Yeah, I think with sensible people, but I I think not everybody. I th- I think it. I think a lot of times, uh, you know, for you know, better or worse, you know, there's blessings in disguise that happens with like trauma and things like that. Yeah. So you can, uh, what's uh, what is it like? Uh, there's a character in, in Chinese that is crisis and opportunity is like the same yeah. character. So I kind of think about it like that. It's like, well, like I've, I'm becoming self-aware. I'm becoming like more humble. I'm you know trying to become uh, the. Um, um, most actualized version of myself uh, using the most potential that I have, you know, uh, with, with everything, with every day, like try to learn something I can get better on, something, a word I didn't know, um, maybe how to deal with people better, like like anything like that. And I, I think that it can come with age, for sure, but I, I don't think it comes for everybody. I think the world is full of NPCs, and I'm not trying to put myself on a pedestal by any stretch with that, but I think that there are countless uh, amounts of people that are not awake, are not self-actualized, and are just grazing. Like, that's that's what they're doing. And I'm not saying that, I know Klaus Schwab would hear that and be like, yes, this is exactly what we feel too, too many grazers. I don't. Like the population, I, I like I try not to like dehumanize people. Like the NPC thing is very appropriate because it describes very accurately what it's a mindset that, that somebody can. But then when you realize that there is a huge fraction of the population who has no inner dialogue and cannot rotate shapes in their mind, and hold on, what? What? Okay, picture a pyramid in your mind. Okay, now rotate it. Turn it upside Bitch down. is spinning like. like, <laughs> like what are you talking about? There are a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people can't do that. A lot of people cannot rotate shapes. I've had people ask me. She mean, like, she mean like people can literally like close their eyes. Okay, I see. I in my mind's eye, I see a, a fucking square. Yeah. They can't visualize that square and then like Turn it rotate it like right. a cube. I, yeah. They can't take that square and put like letters and numbers on them. They can't do that shit. Nope. They can't imagine things like that. They're they're in our dialogues. I've had. Like, my inner dialogue, I hear my voice, I hear things that are beyond voices as well, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. they're, they're kind of like bigger thoughts I'll, I'll try to take pieces of, but like, I'll, I'll hear my own voice inside my own head, like, like telling me stuff or figuring problems out. Some people are like, I don't hear my voice in my head. Like, I just, I just hear voices, but it's not... You don't have like... No, so I think some people, like... If they're not speaking, it's silent inside their mind. Oh man, my I think just, I, I can't my imagine shouting insults at me so hard. I can't time. imagine what it sounds like to have a silent mind. Maybe, maybe that's a good thing. I don't know. I, I think I think it's a kind of like we were talking before we got started. I think it's a damnable thing and loose sense, like self damning. It's yeah. like, bro, like what do you what do you mean your your brain is empty? Like, like I the only time I find myself like that is if I'm fucked up, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why I've never like painkillers or something like from like after a surgery or something. Like 
because I, I feel detached like from myself like disconnected or like something traumatic where you're just numb and like you're thinking about a lot of stuff but like you're just there's too much to even yeah you know there's just localize like, you guys have probably had like the like you'll be thinking about a problem for a long time like a life problem you spend like days weeks months like laboring over how, what the fuck am I going to do how am I going to fix this how am I going to get that you guys probably have those type of conversations about 12 times a day I, it's like you should be like not really even you'd be going down the road like jamming out to some music and like all of a sudden like like a ball of lightning like that the, the, the solution hits you <clears> out, of, <throat> out of fucking nowhere do you ever have that happen like it's like sometimes I, accurately and sometimes totally wrong way to handle a situation <laughs> you know but you know what? I should just run over there and hit their mailbox with a baseball bat and tell Those them to come the fuck outside right now if they want to tussle. Those are called intrusive thoughts, <laughs> not solutions. That's an example. I've never, never hit somebody's mailbox with a baseball. Well, like, bat. Uh, well, you ever wonder where like that comes from? Like, is your brain like a computer that's like munching on algorithms like for fucking Bitcoin and it finally mines up the idea? Like, you ever wonder where that comes from? You spent like months thinking about how to like fix this problem. Right. You 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 get you game out all scenarios in your head. You just can't see a solution that works, and then like, out of fucking nowhere, it comes to you. Yeah, I I have that kind of frequently as a creative because like yeah. I'm anytime I'm trying to create something like it, you, artists will take something that's intangible and try to make it tangible. Yeah. Right. So like one trying to have a caveman explain how to even perceive that's kind of difficult so like you're you're constantly like at least with me more so with with music than like with painting or visual arts sometimes i'll like get so far and then i'll just be like i can't go any further like i'm just i'm just stuck and sometimes i'll try to force my way around a problem to be like oh i can i can just do this and like if if i don't get my ego in check with it it'll it'll be a wasted idea right yeah. because then it'll be like well in hindsight i'll know like i should have done this instead right and so a lot of times if i'm patient with an idea and i'm like this is a good idea at least in my mind it's a good idea why don't i put it on the back burner until something happens and sometimes that's just uh like sleeping on it, yeah, right, and like me as a uh, as a as a bachelor and a somewhat uh, maybe paradoxically guarded yet vulnerable person, right? Like I, if I if I'm ever um, questionable about like someone like a woman I'm talking to about mm-hmm. like whether or not I truly want to pursue it, you know, like I have to confer with my head and my balls. Right, because that's where the thinking with a mate comes from. The, the you, dick, like, the, the dick just the... the dick is happy because he gets a commission. Yeah, right. He's he's just happy that's to the, be a part of the exchange. Is it the del- the delivery mechanism? Yeah. He'll, he'll, yeah. he'll lie to you and eat what he wants. Yeah, exactly. He's he's a literal and figurative conduit to uh, <laughs> to get the job done. But um, you know, like um, you, you it, some something like that. At least from my travels, I I want to sleep on it. Right. If if I'm questioning something, then I can be like, maybe I'm like thinking with my libido or emotionally and not approaching it realistically, right? And sleep on it, and then come back to it 
sometimes I've it's after I've had my morning nut, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's the best part of waking up. You know, I'll start the day off with a bang. But um, you you get that clarity from it. You just woke up, right? And it's like this bitch doesn't have a job. Sorry, like text her like you know a polite hey. Sorry, hey, bitch. Yeah, thank thanks for you know. I think you're I think you're a, 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 a nice and good person, but uh, I'm not interested in you know. Uh, pursuing a relationship with somebody who's willfully unemployed. So, is the dating scene really like that? Like, I don't know. I try to avoid it at all costs. I'm almost thirty nine years old. I fucking hate dating. It's stupid. <laughs> it just seems if, like if I have for for me because like like a, a woman a, a woman's got to have she's got to be her own person. You know what I mean? Like like I'm I'm my own person. I take care of my own thing. I don't I don't want a woman to like want want me to like complete her or something like that and with a lot of women in their 30s they're they're kind of thinking more menopausal than some as that is um there's a whole thing like and I don't know if you that's, that's a to 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 put it as um concise as I can that's an influence of its own altogether yeah there's a whole thing I don't know if you guys ever like I know you guys don't have TikTok, but you probably had you probably had Andrew Tate shoved down your throat in some some social media some fucking. I know, I know who Andrew Tate he shows is, up yeah. from time to time. Yeah, like and his whole and like some of the stuff he says is fucking retarded. Some of it's like, okay, he got married into it. But he talks about like a lot of women who like use their t- their late like nineteen twenty in their twenties to have their enjoyable hoe phase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they hit the thirties and they're like, oh, they're like, oh, my social stock is going down. Mm-hmm. I have to find a, a monogamous man. Yeah, to complete me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And his whole argument was, and I, you know, I don't think I necessarily uh, subscribe to that, but like his whole argument was that like her social capital is the highest from 19 to 25, starts waning at 26. When she goes in her 30s, it's the lowest it's ever going to be. It's the lowest. It's the lowest. You know, it, it, the lowest it has been. Lowest it has been. Excuse me. Thank you. Right. As she gets older, it gets lower and lower and lower. When a man hits his 30, 35, that's when his capital is the highest. I didn't become a whore until I hit like my early thirties. Yeah, because so. like you, you're in the age where you like you, you kind of you, 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 you're you have settled into who you are. You probably into your career. You have a little bit of money. You, you're and you're sure about yourself. More so the last part than the little bit of money part. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, I mean, you're not you're not broke. You, do, <laughs> am, you make money. I am much. Well, I've stuck with a uh, you know the same same career for about a decade. Yeah. So you know if you. If if you stick with something that will favor long term like investment, right, and that's yeah. that's what your job is, you know, that you want to be able to take care of each other for the long run, it it will pay off in the long run, you know. But yeah, man, like it, it's what what Andrew Tate a lot of a lot of the stuff he talks about with um, he gets blamed for was like oh well, he was a misogynist. It's like bro, well you just keep, you can move the goalposts on anybody about yeah. that, you know. If you're being just being fair, like some of the stuff he says is a little, little much. Some of the stuff he says is is like true, but he, it's like in this like he's also in this red pill. Do we do we have not to cut you off? Do we have Andrew Tate down? For no, one of the ones? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. it, it's in this red pill, not in the conspiracy way, but in the like uh, dark psychology, yeah. uh, dating. Um, what do they call it? Pickup artist, yeah. type of way. And some of the, like the stuff about. <clears throat> Women's physical, uh, like their fem coin, like we were said yeah. earlier, is their highest in their like early to mid twenties. Yeah. And men, like their like 
social capital, like that, their capital doesn't like fade with their physical no, look, like looks he, and stuff. Like, and the, the 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 psychology of men and women that he talks about, like, is correct sometimes, but he puts it in like this shocking, like, well, he, that's manosphere what, type way. When you hear people I have like, interviewed, him, they say that like when he walks there, he's like a cool, just chill dude. And then when the camera comes on, he, he he's playing a character is what he's doing. Right, right. right. It, like, some of the stuff he talks about with, like, um, masculinity and fem- yeah. femininity, like, especially, like, the the mask, like the role of masculinity is to provide and to protect. And, you yeah. know, that's, like, the natural, you know, the, the word gender role has so much, like, baggage with it it's these days. It's a very but, loaded term. But, but that's, you know, nat- naturally that's what it is, you know, and it's, like, uh, the culture is getting so far away from that that, like, I think that he's a reaction to some of the. He's the he's the pendulum coming back. Right. Yeah. He's the pendulum coming back, and it's like it's so far in, in left field right now that it's like it's it is like a shock jock type thing to like talk. Well, about yeah. Each time a, a pendulum swings like that, right, it's going to pick up fringe cultural stuff on its way back. Yeah. Right. Right. So and bring it bring it back to the middle. Right. Right. What's I don't know about weird, but at least um, uh, interesting is that a lot of these things just seem to be personalities or something that can be monetized in some way, right? Even like the the censorship of Andrew Tate became monetized itself, mm-hmm. right? He's because bigger, it, he's bigger than ever was. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, even just news stories, right? Like whenever he got censored, I wonder how much it costs to place an ad in a. Um, you know, a major news publication covering that story got a lot of clicks. I imagine. Yeah. You know. You know what I mean. So like the funny. There's some funny stories surrounding him, like of like middle school teachers like coming in and like the boys are going on like a week break or whatever, coming back and like being total misogynists. <laughs> and they're talking about like Andrew Tate and being a top G and all that type of shit. Yeah. And it's, it, that's when that's when it started being like a problem because there's like there's like education subreddits who are talking about him. Like all my teenage boys are fucking assholes now. Like I, I'm on weird parts of the internet, and I didn't really know who the hell Andrew Tate was until they started talking about how him being canceled. You know, yeah. like I knew that like uh, Jordan Peterson's daughter like dated him at one point or something like that, and he's he, a hottie. And he had he had some like um, sketchy um, women women things in, in Romania. He I did. Like, uh, he yeah, ran. He had like, he a, like, he had, like accused a, of uh, trafficking. He had like a he? porn farm or some shit like Basically, that. Basically, he he owned like a studio, and women would go do camp shows. That's and he would he, get. And he, 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 man, he managed. I'm not. This isn't like a fucking defense or defense of Andrew Tate, but like apparently he was their their manager or some shit. Right. Right. He like paid guys to like type to their like do DMs with their. Um, the Simps or yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 he, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. They're Johns. And, yeah, they're Johns pretty much. Yeah, he, yeah, he's a pimp is what it is. Yeah. Like, but Which is like, <clears throat> I mean, he's he's fucking rich, but it's degenerate bullshit. Like, I don't I don't have. That's why I have a hard time buying his like, uh, you know, family, like, you know, family man having. Right, you know, right. That's right. why it's like, oh, you, you're saying all this, but like your occupation was a kickboxer and then basically a, a pornographer yeah <laughs> slash yeah. Pimp. yeah yeah like, like yeah and that's what that's what i mean like some of the stuff he says i mean there is truth in it but like the way that he made his fortune discredits everything about the guy you know what i mean or it's like or it, but that's every internet celebrity is the same way it's like um you, you could pick anybody you could pick um 
Jordan Peterson. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's I, having a rough go. Here. I, like, I was hard. I, I was. Why does everybody hate the Jews? <laughs> I don't understand. They're they're fundamentally important to bring about the apocalypse. If Christians don't have their apocalypse, then we can't get in to 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 alt right heaven. <laughs> and if you can't get into alt right heaven, you're not, you're not you go enough. to alt right hell. You gotta start breaking down and looking up. <laughs> it's bloody something, Joe. <laughs> I'm wearing a tuxedo. But it's like any of those guys. All right, who, cover the frog. Any of those guys who like gain any kind of credibility, especially online, as like this alternative, you know, cult leader. Or <laughs> he whatever. said, "What? They're gonna have. They're gonna have their downfall. You know what I mean? And mm. and." And Peterson, for what he had his downfall, and he's on his way back up, but like he's in the wrong, wrong yeah, direction. He's, he's really like bought into himself a little bit too much versus yes. being. Well, I don't. Um, I I don't hate the Daily Wire. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I I think there's a, a, a noticeable difference since after he joined the Daily Wire. Who's gonna cancel who, Bucko? That's right. Bring it on. <laughs> No, when he when he was like a shabby college professor who like got some attention because he was saying some things that needed to be said was he was that was the height of his credibility. Yeah, when like uh, twelve rules for life mm -hmm. like came out, he was like uh, you know causing waves because yeah, he was saying some stuff that was not shocking. It's like like you guys are getting upset over this, right? Right. Like over this uh, the. The channel, I think it was Channel Four news interview he did. So what you're saying is, yeah. yeah. So what you're saying is, what is it? Oh, um, oh, this is a good one. May monkeypox. Monkeypox. <laughs> that was a really good one because they tried so hard to make it COVID two, COVID boogaloo, but then when they found out that. It mainly was like skin to skin contact in the gay community. It really like it fell off quick. Well, and then dogs and children started catching it. And then dogs and yeah, dogs. how did that happen? <laughs> That's so weird. And then it just it must be airborne. And then it just disappeared. They're like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, let me hit these lights. Y'all good? And I feel, I mean, I feel, you know, it's an infectious disease, and it wasn't deadly, but they tried so hard to make everybody scared of it. And then you have like, and now you shouldn't laugh at people's misery, but then you have these men who are like having unprotected sex during a monkeypox outbreak, which is basically a sexually transmitted disease at this point. Complaining about having the, their face being ate up with monkeypox, their butts ate up with monkeypox, and being in pain. It's like, put a fucking condom on, dude. Like, quit going to orgies. Yeah, quit going to orgies. Yeah, that's that's what happens when you go to orgies. You have a room full of people all sharing DNA and. Who knows what you're going to get, you know? I, I felt like they really were just following the exact trajectory of AIDS in the 80s. And once they realized it was going to lead to a backlash against the gay community, the world controllers or whatever, whoever, like, puts the news about the new scary thing, we're like, okay, let's dial this back a little well, bit. Well, it seems to be... They changed the name of it now. It's just Inbox. Inbox, yeah. Well, it <laughs> seems to me, and I'm uh, not, uh, not, a, not an expert in this, but it seems to me that... Big pharmaceutical corporations influence the news the most, and it seems to me that they would also have some sort of hand to benefit in 
monkeypox sort of taken off mm. and becoming a thing. So it seems like that they themselves could have possibly been in a position to have done that, exactly that, to have been like, hey, this will have negative consequence because it seems like it'll be like a AIDS epidemic all over again and it'll target uh, the gay community mm. in a... Uh, uh, perhaps a, a negative and uh, unjustified manner, yeah. and uh, would affect our bottom dollar at the end of the day. Oh, right, yeah. It, well, let's, let's let's quit talking about that. Get monkey out of there too. It sounds, <laughs> it sounds too. There's you some know, negative, negative. There's negative connotation there. I'm just saying, you know, monkeys. <laughs> it, it seems to be a troubling term today. Can get a lot of a lot of newscasters in a lot of trouble. How about we just call it the Mpox? Maybe it just stirred up enough fear that they could offload the warehouse full of monkeypox vaccines they just happen to have on hand. <laughs> like, like, right? I mean, it's like... like you. Well, like, why have a vaccine for a, a virus that... I mean, it's monkeypox. I mean, no one wants monkeypox. But, like, that you really have a hard time catching normally. It's not, it's, not, it's not an aerosol. Like, you have to have DNA. It's like herpes. You have to have, like, contact right. with fluids that have the, the virus in it. Like, right, right, right. My, my question would be, like, how do they even get treatment as for monkeypox that quickly like it was it i think they already had it well that's what i was saying. was it still under the emergency use uh, authorization uh, could be you know what i mean because, I, think, like, I think there's already like vaccines and treatment for monkeypox because it, it does happen in africa okay like so like like i don't know about that you yeah. know like i just know that like seem to have had a a solution for it pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. Well, it's like, you know, they, um, there's a monkeypox epidemic and then, like, there's lines of people in New York turning up for the vaccine. Like, it's... What are you doing? Like, you, you probably don't need this. I'm doing my part. Don't go to a bathhouse. You'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, but have you ever had... had Honestly, have you ever had the buffet in the bathhouse before? I have not. It's a little soggy. Oh, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> all, all you can ski. <laughs> That's our show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we'll be assassinated when we walk outside. <laughs> Alright, so what, 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 uh, what June, happened in June? June, Roe versus Wade was overturned. Well, thank goodness them women can't kill any more babies. I tell you. It was Our so, Christian brothers, we have finally won. It was so weird watching... Uh, you know, Congress somewhat having both houses having the power to like codify it, and they didn't step forward to codify it. They just like started sending campaign emails. The and I'm no fan of uh, the uh, the DNC by any stretch of shocker as that may be, but um, they had decades mm -hmm. to do something with that. Just like they've and like they they've used it as a carrot on a string for Democrat voters, particularly women. Uh, Democrat voters as a way to be like, oh, if you don't vote for us, they're going to take it away from you. They're going to take it away from you. So when they have the chance, at least most recently, to to do so, instead of codifying it, their solution was, we will have it in, uh, I think, federal law to where it will be every state up to the moment of birth, you can have an abortion. It's as not a reasonable law to pass. Like. No! No! Like, and the are you people, out of your fucking mind? Like, there's 
there are uh, certain states that have laws that were in place, ready to go for when Roe v. Wade went to the state. Yeah, the kill laws. Like it's like when it, when it passes, like it's automatically illegal. Yeah, yeah. So it's which like, is kind of gross, really. Well, I don't like anything that sends more people to prison. I, like I'm not, I'm not a fan of that, right? I, like so, I don't like. Laws also that have to do with bodily autonomy, right? Like, I understand that, like, the life begins at conception, like, argument. I think pro-lifers are correct with that. Yeah. Like, that's a zygote. Of course it does. But I, 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 there, there's got to be, like, some sort of line or, like, some sort of reasonable place where both fringes could have stood and been like, how about we do this? For like state laws, we protect it. Like say, like even if, if up, they to have, the, up to the up to the second trimester, first trimester, even towards the tail end of three months, you it's obviously that your aborting will be a human in you know six more months. Yeah, like but, Bill Burr has a, a joke about like somebody you make a cake and you put it in the oven and then after it's box, you chill. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> and then you you take it out of the oven before it's yeah. done. And they say, what? It wasn't a cake. There was going to be. <laughs> yeah. There was That's a be. very good analogy, too. Yeah. So, like, but um, they, they didn't do that. They, they didn't do that. And then the federal court, the, we, we had talked about this before, like, that, um, you know, they ruled that the federal government has no say-so in it, actually. But yeah. then they said that, but the state can determine if they have a say-so in it. Which is like one. I can't remember which justice it was that said that basically the uh, federal government needs to stop sending things to the the courts that they can legislate on themselves. Like that, stop relying on the court. Basically, to stop relying on the court to, to fix their problems. Like pass the laws. You need to be able to do that. The right. federal government. Yeah. The fed, yeah. The, yeah. The justice said that's y'all got to start doing that. Because mm. otherwise, they're going to be making decisions on every yeah on every everything. little thing. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, I think states. I mean, states' rights is like. I know it's like there's some stuff. I mean, obviously, murder should be illegal federally. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it shouldn't have like, oh, murder's okay in Rhode Island. You know, yeah. you can have people going out. Murder capital of America. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I don't. Purge twenty four seven. That's Any, how we like it. Anything that there's like a controversial like stalemate on you know on both sides it's like let the states decide you don't like it go to fucking Florida you know? those things like it's not it's kind of like Russia Ukraine there's not a simple answer right. there's not a black and white there's no should be no there should be no abortions there, there's no like hey there should be everybody should be able to abort a baby even at three years old just shoot them in the head right like, uh, like, knock it over the table shoot them it's an abortion you're free oh free it's fine her body her choice like I I'm, yeah he was two but I'm against it. Like I draw the line. Like I'm just against it, 100. percent And you can argue about the the exceptions and the and I know there's nuance on both sides. But so I'm just going to do my part and not participate in having an abortion. Well, the thing is, I mean? like, it's a completely affordable yeah. I, thing. I wouldn't. I've like never had a partner that had an abortion. Right. Yeah, like just I, a, I, if I was with a a partner currently and she were to abort, like. My kid, oh, I'd be more than furious. Right, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so. But it's as far as like the judicial like the judicial system and like the legality of the whole thing, it's like <clears throat> I know where I stand, like on the side of the argument and I'll let people fight about it all they want and I'll just yeah. live the way that I think is correct. Yeah. Like if you don't want to have an abortion, uh wear a condom. Right. Uh 
you know, use birth be prepared control. to raise a child if you're going to uh, be prepared to raise a child. Uh, you don't have to come in her. You don't have to. I mean, you can pull out. I don't, what? I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to. It's hard not to. Don't be wrong. You don't have to. Or you just not have sex. Right. Or, you know. I don't know about that because that also, like, as a man, that you don't want to be that, unless you're a really devout hermit, you don't want to be I'm that guy. In, like, in general. No, I have. You know. You don't want to be incel. You yeah. Know. Let me tell you. Let me tell you about women. Women. <laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> the other thing is like the flip side of that is like you know you have these protests like they you're fine with abortion up to the moment of birth right. and then you have these fucking dipshits in like Alabama Arkansas Tennessee out in the Midwest like we're gonna get rid of condoms it's like what are you what <laughs> yeah. oh, wait, wait, wait. STDs are still real it's fucking idiots it's like there's no we can't find a middle ground on that like say hey you know there's probably like I said, it's, it's inconvenient. It's going to be a human, but then you can make ethical arguments that is this nineteen-year-old girl with no job living in a trailer park in in Oklahoma? Is it is it is that child going to grow up and be a productive member of society when her mom's on drugs and you know the the boyfriend's in and out of the house? He's abusive. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's you get in those type of situations where what. You know, you, 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 I can see that her making that choice. Of, oh, I will. I, this I can't do this right now. It's not. I can see that. I don't agree with it. But right. I can. I can. I can empathize with the choice. Right. Right. A lot of that could be resolved with men raising their kids. Yeah. Like if if if, yeah. if if men raise their their kids and didn't have this notion of you know. Oh no no no! Women, strong, independent women—they they don't need a man. No, be a fucking man. That bitch needs help. Help her raise your goddamn kids. You know, <laughs> you if if you don't if you don't instill that from a a, a man's presence to a child at a, like a toddler level, right? They're going to have an absence and a weird yearning for that misplaced whenever they come of age, yep. right? So, you know, good luck, you know, trying to combat a horny teenager with somebody that's not good for them when you've raised them to believe that you didn't need anybody. And you didn't need their dad around either. And the dad didn't even need to worry about it. He can just be the fuck boy, right? Just mm-hmm. come cream pie and see ya. I'll be back in a few days when I'm built back up again. I'm going out for cigarettes. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going on a quest to find every pack of cigarettes. <laughs> I don't think I don't think there'll ever be a point where it's actually like settled. About immigration, it'd be a topic that'd be talking about for twenty years from now. I think it's yeah, it's yeah. more valuable politically as a weapon than it is to actually put it to bed. Yeah, because like you're like you were saying about what the left does. Well, if you don't vote for us, then they're going to make it illegal forever. Yeah, it's the same way on the right. It's if you don't vote for us, they're going to just build a baby killing factory on every corner. You know, so you be able to vote. You know, have fetus DNA at Walmart. Yeah, it, or whatever. Great, great value. Yeah. Great value stem cells. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, you go to Walmart, give me some great value stem cell cream. My, name, my knee's acting up again. All right. 
So some of these, <clears throat> you can tell it was a slow, slow news month, and the Russia-Ukraine thing is just kind of ubiquitous through the whole year. Jul yeah. July, the biggest story I could find was Ivana Trump died. The fact that he buried her in a fucking golf course. Did he actually do that? Yes. Oh, I thought he just wanted to do that. No, she's buried. Oh, in shit. In Mar-a-Lago on the golf course. That's kind of... Fuck up. Claudia, <laughs> you... And the fact that she fell downstairs was is kind of like... That's, that's even the more fucked up part. And, like, his condolences. He tweet. Your, your second wife has died. Oh, better send out a tweet. <laughs> Let the world know how sorry I am. <laughs> uh, August, uh, Alexander Dugan's daughter was killed in a car bombing. Uh, attempted, oh, uh, attempted assassination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's uh, like the Russian vice president or No, he, he was more like an advisor to Putin. He was like a... He, he, has, he, he wrote a book on Eurasianism, which is like basically <laughs> the philosophy of the government of Russia. Like that's the, the at least the Eurasian part of Russia, not the West no, Coast, no, or all East of Coast. It. All of it. All of all it. it. Like if this is some of the arguments, some of the very pro people. Like if you don't stop in Ukraine, Germany's next. Poland, they're just going to do like Germany and try to march march across to Western Europe. Mm. Oh, so everybody will be Russian. Yeah, oh. that's that's the they they want to be the colonial superpower in that region. Good luck with that. Yeah, they couldn't they couldn't handle people with. Like, I could go on all, all fucking day about this whole thing. Well, I know we got to move on to other topics, but it, like, the, it, Russia exposed themselves as a sham. The best thing to do is say, "Whoops, let's leave Ukraine. You can have Crimea back. Please buy our natural gas." That's the best thing they can. That do. seems like the most like the least amount of bodies. Yeah, you can, you can, you can, man, you can nut up and say we're not who we said we were. Yes, we have nukes. These are defensive weapons. These are deterrents. We need to come home. And it'll be fine. Yeah. In 50 years, 60 years, Russia won't exist anyway because their demographics are terrible. Same thing with China. Same thing with a lot of countries, it seems. We're in, America's in a good spot because of our immigration policy. But if we didn't have good immigration, we'd be fucked. Brazil, on the other hand, and let's go. They're doing good. Yes. They will be the markets in the next 60 years. I don't think Mexico had uh, vaccination uh, mandates in the country. Their, their, their youth population is within the teen to like early 30s. So they have a very good, they have very good demographics. Viva la Mexico. Yep. It was like y'all like were talking about earlier, the influx of uh, white Americans down to Mexico. Mm. You know, I'm sure that was a big side effect of the vaccine mandates for the people who had money to go down there. You know, it's an easy way to escape. Plus, a lot of hot Mexican women. And I mean... Yeah, if if one of them has an uncanny desire to bear me many children, I mean, <laughs> keep 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 me from going to Mexico. Just don't look up the age of consent. Oh God, it's, <laughs> it's pretty low. There, there's um there's some map. This was a few weeks ago, and it was talking about um. It's of Europe, and I think Denmark is like the only country that's lit up where it's like. After two hours, you can claim a child as being your own. Yeah, because it so, like their parents left it for alone for on two the hours. Sidewalk. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're a kid and you you've been missing for more than two hours, somebody can just come up and be like, "Hey, I've been watching you for 120 minutes. Those <laughs> your parents still don't come to this bus stop? Like, huh? Man, give them 30 days. Finders keepers." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like uh, 
Shane Gillis has a bit about the lawmakers of founding fathers arguing about law uh, age of consent <laughs> like <laughs> different people having to like one state being like uh oh, 12 and the other states looking in disgust <laughs> being like 12 are you serious september is probably the most uh news filled month of the year the queen died protests broke out in iran um i got one year of consecutive sobriety fuck yeah and thank you and the Nord Stream uh, pipeline was bombed. Which probably the West did. I think it almost definitely... At this point. America. Uh, uh, there was some, uh, there was, weren't there some like internal documents that got leaked? No, we there's something Biden and his... Not quite as fat mouth as Trump, but in his demented mouth had like alluded to like months prior that if need be, there could be... Prop, yeah, there could be problems for that particular pipeline. It fell down some stairs. And that's probably <laughs> fell out of a hospital window. <laughs> I don't have the chronology of Biden's gaffes or press briefings in front of me, but probably shortly thereafter was one of the moments where he's like, "Look, I can't really say too much on this, you guys." Um, I kind of blew the pipeline story yesterday. Uh, I think it was the Netherlands. One of those countries did the investigation. Um, and they're, if I remember correctly, they essentially came back with the idea that it was inconclusive. And there's arguments for all parties involved to blow it. So, like, um, probably could argue that it might have been Poland. Don't you, out of all the countries in the world, if anybody could pull off destroying a pipeline and leaving no trace, don't you think it would be USA? That is not a very hard thing to do. It literally is not. Have you ever blown up a pipeline, sir? Fifth Amendment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid I must really press you on this. We have documents here. Pages. In the... Uh, of you ordering in the pipeline time. bomb stuff. <laughs> Why do you have tickets to, uh, to Warsaw, Poland, sir? <laughs> Do you have your papers for this travel? In in the area where that thing was blown, America was, was there, Britain was there, the Netherlands had drove over it, Russia had been there. Like, there have been tons of people in that area. They all have reason to blow that pipeline. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, yeah, you, the you, can't pin, you can't pin it down on motive because there's motive on both sides. Yeah, yeah. Like, false flag or real flag. Or double, uh, double false flag. The argument that... <laughs> It was Russia. It was like just a fuck you middle finger, and when the war is over, they'll get a bunch of IMF money to rebuild it. Right, right. Um, the argument on the other side was is that it's like Germany. Everybody's going, no, fuck you. We don't want your natural gas because we don't need it. There's no way to get back into Germany now. That's the that's the other argument. The other the other one is like Mary's like, no, fuck you. We still own the world. That that's the whole. It's like a who done it. It's clue the fucking pipeline. You think maybe <laughs> maybe. As a final act of what she could do for her country, the queen jettisoned herself. She died out of a torpedo tube. She had her Armageddon moment into <laughs> the pipeline itself. She swam down with the crew. It wouldn't go off. She had to stay there and blow it up herself. It's she a, had a she had a small PA system. She was like pumping the music, Jeff. And you know they were playing "God Saves the Queen" plays. <laughs> Over the loudspeaker. That, that Independence Day scene. I'm back. They did determine that it was a band of 
explosives, and some of the of the site shows the metal blown out. Some of it shows it blown in. Any debris of crown or no, jewels. no, no crown. There was no, there was no like regal purple grove at the bottom mm. of the ocean. <laughs> no Union Jack. But I, uh, I think that um, you know, I, I think I, there's I'm, ample I'm, reason that to, to accuse America of doing it. Too. I'm not of the opinion that we wouldn't. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that as far as the uh, the Queen dying and whatnot, um, you know, hot take, fucker. Who cares? Mm. Like. It's like who gives the, you, like, I mean, the Queen of England died. Okay, who cares? It's the same. Tom Cruise died. It's like who? It's like apparently English people because yeah. they were all upset about it. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, your your ruler. Yeah, I thought I think like she is for a while. That's what I think. You think what? I think she died a week or two before. Oh, most definitely. There was a, a news gaffe uh, during her funeral. Where they had uh, accidentally uh, stated that uh, she was already entombed and had been entombed there for it was either like two months or like four weeks, some something like that. There was a um, a video that was released of her meeting, quote unquote, the the new uh, British uh, Prime Minister who f- uh, fixed the whole country in, in like thirty three days and then quit and then left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great job she did. But um, they broke down the video. And it, it looks to be chroma keyed in. And it looks like the, the queen is not really the queen, but is a composite. Like a, a computer-generated person. Like, a, like AI. Like they already had her speech. They had her <coughs> mannerisms. Everything. I mean, we're at that level with like AI, like mimic voices and movements. If, if anybody is, then definitely folks that are near the top of the pyramid, like, you know... The British royal family and the MI U.S. military, and, and you know, I think months before that they had somebody had come out with a deep fake video of the Queen as a demonstration of deep fake technology. And yeah, it was really well done. Yeah, so I mean, they have they can do it if they want to. Uh, Prince Charles is the oldest monarch ever ever uh, to ascend to the throne to be coronated. Yeah. Is that is that the has he been problem? coronated yet? No, He's I think it's technically. Yeah, I think it's coming. Up, it's I a think. it's a big process. I didn't realize how big of a process. It takes like months to be able to do all this. Yeah, it's neat to watch history play out, but like, it's not very high stakes. I I just I think there's like some sort of maybe like disconnect going on because like a lot of times like people will talk about like you know ending things like you know in corporate greed and and you know injustice and you know colonization's bad. And it's like this. Fucking cut and her family responsible for all that type of shit. Mm-hmm. Like, but also to be fair, she's also responsible for the undoing of it too. That's that's the other answer. Yeah, her family's responsible. You mean for the she, Indians didn't fight for their own independence? Well, she did come through and undo a lot of that. She did, not defending her or what they did, but like there was a lot of the, the undoing of the colonialism under her reign. Uh, what a, what language you speak? <laughs> You found the spies. <laughs> Sounds English to me. You sound like you're speaking not American, yeah. boy. Sounds damn close to English. Not forgiving her of her family's sins, but like there is a lot of yeah, yeah. And like I'm, I'm not. I know some people are like, like really into the royal family. I'm not trying to piss on their culture yeah. or anything like that. But like, I, I don't. At least from American perspective, it's like, why do Americans give a shit about this? Right. 
It's just it's a cultural event. I, yeah, I think I think it's because they're told to care about it, yeah. right? So it's like it's like the the royal weddings. Like it's a big fucking deal. Yeah, for whom? Advertisers? <coughs> American women? Like they? It's like the um, all the. I know we don't have television too much anymore, yeah. but like all the news station channels will be like, no, this is what we're talking about today. This is what we're yeah. covering, yeah. The, and it'll be like hours. It'll be like days. Really? Yeah, Aren't like, you guys like drone striking a Syrian village or some no, shit? No, 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 no. Kinda... Look, the king of England is in a car. <laughs> and he's moving. I don't know which car is it. I don't know, but they're all moving. Just just Let's follow them. Talk about it for three hours. Yeah, don't worry. We'll get a lot of people out on the streets, too. And if there's not a lot of people, don't worry. We can just put them in there. We'll just put them. Beep, 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 beep. Diana was the girl queen anyway, so. Yeah, and they killed her. For having a Muslim lover. For well, for having all the documents, she had the she had the receipts. She had the receipts for the she had the screenshots of the DMs. <laughs> so for October, I just wrote Deathcon three. <laughs> <laughs> oh Kanye! Oh yay! The artist formerly known as. It's really sad as somebody like being a huge fan of him, like to watch like basically watch himself destruct and ruin his his legacy. I think he's absolutely burning his career to the ground. But like, I'm personally, I'm just excited that there's somebody on the main stage calling out Zionist power. Like, I think he's like Coulter. You said earlier, like it's bad with optics. But like, I think another positive thing to come out of this is he just completely destroyed the Overton window about what it's. Well, anytime you, anytime you can sort of puncture a paradigm, right? Right. And especially when it's like, well, you you can't. You can't say that. Right. It's like, well, I he, said it. He just did. <laughs> Kanye ran into this. Is, this is the. Uh, this is what I used to. Um, box, chill. We've all seen the Dave Chappelle thing on this and his monologue, right? Yeah. He did the whole thing. He went over like, you know, if it's a group of black men, it's a gang. If it's Italians, it's the mob. If it's, if it's a group of Jews, you should just ignore it and talk about it. That's like going at that with a scalpel. Right. Right. Kanye went in with a fucking bulldozer wielding axis. Yeah, yeah. Like, just as chaotic as possible. Destroyed everything. One good theory I heard about it was that he... Obviously, he's upset about his contracts. Yeah. You know what I mean? And a real easy way to get out of your contracts in this day and age is to just, like, go out and say the most offensive shit you could come up with. Yeah, to, to get canceled. Right. Unfortunately for I think him, he, if I think that he is the case, it seems that they didn't cancel his contracts, but they may have canceled his banking contracts. Right, though. yeah, yeah. Which, then it's like, well, it ties back into what we talked about before with like Alex Jones and like his lawsuit settlement, where it's like, you expect one man to pay more than like the GDP of countries? A, a Brazilian dollars? <laughs> it's like, like, that's what they're trying to... Uh, do with Kanye as as well, you know. Not saying he's not also has a hand particularly in his, in his own demise. He may he may be wanting to do that and just be like like you can't stop me. I can say whatever I want, you know. The track he came out with right after he used the Chappelle uh, monologue as the intro is the chorus is burned everything. So I mean that's what he's doing. Yeah. So yeah, the whole thing on like we're on like TikTok and stuff with like you know he did all that then he put out that song on Instagram and everybody's like. Now wait a minute, you know, because it was a, it was a decent song. I mean, hang on. I may not love Hitler, but I mean, 
I mean, have you heard the beat on this? Yeah. The the next track he came out with after the burn everything, <clears throat> the the outro is there's a lot of things that I love that I love that I love that I love. And everybody's like, what? Yeah, that 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 dot 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 that uh. The Alex Jones interview was fucking rough to watch. Dude, I, I loved that shit. I was laughing out loud the whole time. It was like, it, it, it was a clown show, but it was, you can't say it wasn't entertaining. Yeah, if you if you can make Alex Jones himself, so like, uncomfortable and cringe with what you're talking about, yeah. that's, uh, that's something. You've done a lot. <laughs> you make him go on an apology tour. Like then, he went on Crowder the next week and was like, I didn't know he was going to say all that shit. And then Nick Fuentes over there like just <laughs> little fucking elf over there. Little, little Jew hate elf. <laughs> Alex Jones called him baby Hitler. <laughs> well, like I had, uh, I had uh, told you, I was like, I was a, uh, I was glad if nothing else he got Milo Yiannopoulos off of his yeah. fucking camp. Yeah. Like that. Well, because he, he everything he touches turns to shit. Talk about burning your career to, to the ground completely. Like he was—he's a whore. Man. He's a pedophile apologist. He's a that too. He's yeah. a he's a grifter. He faked uh, a conversion to heterosexuality to grift off of his Catholic fans. Yeah. You know, which means like, that he faked being a gay man. Like in the long run, it's like, well, which which of these is it, man? Like he's. He's come out and said that he's a, a Zionist mm-hmm. before, and said that oh, you know I'm not, not really a Zionist, but I'm I'm, I'm a Zionist. Yeah. Whatever you want me to be, yeah. darling. Yeah, and it's like he's a snake. Yeah, it's like bro, you you have he's madly intelligent. He's very provocative and like he had a really uh, very humorous. He's he's very funny. He had a know? good chance to be the, the next Hitchens. Mm, yeah. yeah, but he he didn't know what to do with the power. He thought he, he thought he was untouchable. You know what I mean? I I think he, um, I think his culture vulture syndrome just sort of started. Un, he started unraveling from all of it. You know, like yeah. he that video came out of him more or less uh, uh, being a, a pedo apologist and of him uh, saying that it was uh, you know it's perfectly natural for you know young gay men and you know young boys to. You know, someone to groom them and show them, you know, what it's like to be a gay man. It's like I think that I think the thing with that was is he exposed that uh, aspect of that culture, mm-hmm. and a lot of people didn't like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then they, all of a sudden, I, he wasn't the rights token gay anymore. Because he wasn't like he, he was exposing a lot of stuff they didn't want known. Right. Well, and like he would also harp on about like. You know how um, you know the left you know exploits children and they're not full family values and everything like that. And it's like, well, bro, you endorse the Catholic Church. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? Family values and exploiting children. Have some consistency. They're they're literally the most infamous group that has been a okay with pedophiles on the fucking planet. Like, and like that's that's why I don't get like hardcore like conservatives that especially like some of the Q folks. They're like, oh well, they're stopping. You know, every, everything from happening. It's like, bro, we support Rome and Israel. They're they're not really known for being like really good with kids, right? You know. <laughs> Anywho, what what, what are we? Uh, November COVID deaths uh, were higher in vaccinated populations than unvaccinated. We already talked about that a little bit. Um, the midterm elections happened, and the FTX scandal. Oh, that that red wave. 
Yes, was going to happen. <laughs> what, what do you what do you what do you think that people thought that you'd be able to put people who were more MAGA than Trump in these positions in these elections and thought they were going to win? Right. Like, what, the, what strategy was that? If it, the strategy was the DNC do that, that was a fucking brilliant strategy because it worked. They they did endorse MAGA candidates, yeah. the DNC. They gave them money and everything. That's, that's, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like the definition of controlled opposition. The um, there A lot of people were saying, oh, they stole it again, they stole it again. And it's, it's like, like, nah, if you need to pay attention, you know, this I, is part of course. I think there was some sketchy stuff going on in Arizona because like, they were like... It was, they're they're it, still investigating. It, it was one of those like... The lady doth protest too much in situations mm. where the guy was coming out like, "Look, if you're for some reason, if for some reason the machine doesn't read your ballot, just put it in this box over here. It's got it's you're definitely not being disenfranchised. It's gonna get counted. Don't worry, you know we're not. It's nothing sketchy over here. But um, overall, I think it was not saying it was totally legit, but it was like there there was no red wave. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. People don't want a red wave. No. People don't want a blue wave either. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, Georgia had to vote for fucking Herschel Walker. Right. Football like, man no win. Football man lose. <laughs> oh. And the amount of people in my life who I know well and love who were like, you read Biden? He's, he's got these holes in his brain. He, he, he can't he can't put his sentence. Run, Herschel, run! Yeah. I, like those, I'm like yeah. you have to be consistent. We're in this position now because you're because you can't be consistent on your values and who you vote for. And you also have people on the right now who are talking about, well, we need to start ballot harvesting where it's legal. You know, like the yeah. whole the it's like the whole, the whole reason that you know the left could steal an election, you know, quote unquote, is because they were harvesting ballots, which is legal in a lot of the places they were doing it. So, well, shit, we need to start doing that. We need to start getting Trump. Full of, full of mail-in ballots and dropping them off at 3 o'clock in the morning because if they're going to fight unfair, then we're going to fight unfair. They, like, the, the Democrats also do a much better job with marketing. They do a much better job with reaching out to people. And, uh, they do a much better job of lying to people. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've got a lot more corporate influence that they're not afraid to like be front and center. Right? right? Like... Um, Democrats, or excuse me, Republicans, like, what's what's Pirate's name? Dan Crenshaw, mm. like, gets gets a lot of money from... Boomers. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> also the stock market. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. that's all of them. Yeah. yeah. But um, he, he's, he's... the best one on the GOP side. He's Yeah, he's like one of the richest people in Congress. Um, but, um... What were we just talking about for Crenshaw? Uh, the Democrats being better at marketing. Oh yeah, and like uh, uh, better at uh, like uh, just having it out there, not not really caring, you know. Um, a buddy of mine worked uh, one of the inaugurations for uh, Barack Obama doing sound, and uh, it was like the the ball or one, like the big ball, and um, that when they got there, that even though they weren't visible on the cameras. Around everything was like you know, thank you to Exxon Mobil, thank you to BP, <laughs> thank you to Chevron, like, like all, all of these. Like, and that's the crazy thing about like that faction of our, of our politics is like they're all very pro um, environmentalists and climate and stuff like that. And you have thank you Exxon, thank yeah, you, yeah, all, yeah. All, yeah, like they're bought and paid for by oil companies. Talking yeah. about consistency, yeah. All right, and to wrap it up. December, uh, Brittany Grinder was traded for Lord of War, Victor Bout. 
Oh, and I think the CIA like kind of admitted that they assassinated JFK. There was um, there was something I saw. It was um, like a news clip. I think it was Brian Redband and Joe Rogan watching. It was like Tucker Carlson was talking mm-hmm. about that. Uh, there was some whistleblower from the CIA because like these these documents were meant to be released already. And they were supposed to be released, I think, in 2017. Yeah, during the Trump administration. And Mike Pompeo convinced Trump that, no, you should just seal them, even though legally they had to be mm-hmm. released. And then the Biden administration doubled down on that and did it again. So the whistleblower said that there's something they asked them that, like, do you think that uh, the CIA was involved? And he said, he said, yes. Like, I believe that CIA like had a hand in it. Mm-hmm. And I believe that country is not what we think it is that it's all fake mm. that's like yeah but if you've paid attention to like the way america works in the last forever you like, know that anyway you know that anyway right 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 but you know that's a, a bit you're, you're talking about three people who like discussing some of these things at, at length oh, so true too. Yeah, you know yeah okay a lot, a lot of the mentality of the you know nor, normie population they need like validation from Authority. Authority, yeah, from the the status quo. Like, if we're going to accept the fact that the CIA killed JFK, we need the status quo to be that. You know what I mean? Yeah. For, you know for, when new politicians come in, like president stuff. You know who the positions that don't change. Usually, the heads of the CIA stays. Yeah. The head of the FBI stays. The head of all the bureaus stay. Most of the admins. Most of the admins stay. Most of the people who are involved in the military industrial con- uh, contract complex. Complex. Thank you. They stay. There's a, this there's this ocean of like unelected bureaucrats that actually run the country, and for better or worse, that's why we're still somewhat so stable. And that's what people call the deep state. You know, yeah. That's the that's literally what the deep state is. It's the permanent state. The, yeah, it, the, the it, positions it, that don't change for good and bad. It keeps shit together. And I figured out during Obama, like that, you know, all our life, like, oh, the president, he runs the country. Yeah. No, the president, he is basically our queen. Yeah, he's like, the queen of England. He's yeah. the queen of England of America. Like he, he's P, he's PR from the deep state. He he signs the bills because that's what the law says he can do. But they'll they'll knock out something in the hundred, in the first hundred days, and then they don't do a fuck all thing, but do but campaign for the next four years. Yeah. Or become Pfizer's bitch in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. Or that yes. Is that too yes? But I guess the FTX thing, like. I'm so happy that happened. Yeah. <laughs> because Bitcoin and all this, this crypto coins, it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. The technology, the technology's legit, and I believe in the technology, but the way it's interfa- it interfaces the world, I think, is bullshit. Mm, no, I don't know. I think, I think that it's a, it's shows a lot of problems, right? But I don't think it's done simply because Jim Cramer of Mad Money was saying that like crypto is done. It's oh, done. Yeah. In that the, case, the in that framework. case, in that case, buy crypto now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think there are some good things with, especially Bitcoin, some of the more established cryptocurrencies. But for like for one thing, anything bad you can say about the big cryptocurrencies, you can say the same thing about the U.S. dollar. Like the problem is, you have to figure out a way for the crypto to interface with the U.S. dollar, which is the predominant monetary currency in our world, in our economy. And America will not allow that to be yeah. replaced. Governments by, have been toppled for trying to do the same thing yes. with gold or yeah, like fucking Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. Yeah, Saudi Arabia is about to fuck around and find out who is Saudi Arabia. Oh, really? Yeah, they're about to fuck around and find out. They're talking about like interfacing with the, the, the yuan and like the ruble and stuff oh, and shit. 
trading exclusively on that. But the problem is people like, you know, the 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 base level of the iceberg, people are like, oh, that's gonna bring the downfall of the US dollar. <laughs> they don't realize is that they have to take that those rubles and then go get US dollars. Yeah. So we'll see how that works out. And plus I think I think uh the current prince is just he doesn't like Biden. He wants to cause problems. He doesn't seem like to be too much of a fan. No. The Brittany Griner thing, like, is, is she trans? I didn't want to step. It, I didn't want to step on this landmine. There's people who think that she is just straight up a man because you heard her voice. I've heard her voice. There are pictures of her topless and like that's a dude. We've, we've all seen like flat-chested girls in their life or whatever. The girls just don't have it. It's fine. They need love, too. Yeah, like, there's nothing. It's just, it's just his body. But, like, there's, there's like, no... Even the most flat-chested girl will have a little bit of breast tissue. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She has absolutely none. Like, that came across my Instagram feed. Yeah. And Instagram usually, you know, yeah. there's a lot of close... You know, there's a lot of close calls with, like, yeah. pornography and stuff. But, like, nudity... Female nudity does not fly on Instagram, and that came across my like mainstream social media feed, and I was like, "What is this?" Yeah. So there's no dude. I don't know. There could be like some chromosomal problems or something, but like she's like very tall, has a deep voice. Right. Well, well, because it seems if if, if she's not a patsy, then it seems that she's a political prisoner, right? So it's like, well, why is this? particular person that important, right? So it may not be her importance to the U.S., right? But the Russian importance where it's like, yes, we have captured your transsexual basketball player. We will now get our war criminal that, in All return. of their propaganda news shows kind of like went on about how like uh, they went to like, the Degenerate West type stuff and they'd rather change, you know, uh, they would rather trade a uh, basketball playing it was, it was lesbian. A, it was a gay. It was a, a, le, a black lesbian drug addict. Drug addict who can't go to him without, without her hashish. For instead of like they have a apparently have a spy that they have in jail. Right. They wouldn't trade. You know the I would say American spy versus the 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 merchant of death would probably be an even trade. Right. So like if I'm a Russian propagandist, that sounds right up my alley yeah, as far right. as something I can <clears throat> spin to be like like look America they value trans uh, yes, lesbians. Uh, you know I follow a Twitter uh, account that goes that like it posts all their uh, news like were translated every day. Right. And that was the the thing that they were making is like they they they'd rather trade a like a trans lesbian drug addict. Or whatever the fuck ever, right? Whatever she is, slay queen. Don't care. Um, Instead <laughs> uh, of a spy, right? Like an American, like a, a soldier or whatever. And then they use the other guy. I figure the White House would like clap back on Twitter, be like, "You ain't got our spies, motherfucker." No. <laughs> but then, like the the guy when he got he did his first interview, he's like, they're using him for propaganda. That's like saying, "Hey, I, I was in American prison. Like they're no different than us. Like they're good people." Mm-hmm. Like they, it's it was. I think it's a big. I was. It's a mistake. I'm sorry. Like you went to a country with you know THC oil. Yeah. But you know it's legal. <clears throat> Why? I have. Uh, I've never traveled through an airport dirty. Yeah. Once. Why would you? I mean? That's that's especially to Russia. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. To another country. Ain't enough. I mean, it's one thing if you're going. Out. It's one thing if you're going to Jamaica or Amsterdam. But like you're going to this like notoriously authoritarian country, super conservative, like where like homosexuality is like actually illegal. 
and they're probably not too fond of people that aren't white. Exactly. You know, especially if you're if foreigners. You kind of like, you know, be on your toes a little bit. Yeah. You know? But, I mean, Russia's been having a field day with the culture war stuff since. I mean, for a long and time, but that's the trap with all those uh, right-wing grifter, grifters from yeah. the Trump era. Like they, they buy into like they R- Russia's just that's the last sense of purity. Yeah, right? like they buy into the uh, they're dumb enough to buy into like the 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 propaganda like, of like Putin's they're anti-woke and all. Yeah, that. because Putin's been you know he's been uh, encouraging people to have children and yeah. backing up the Orthodox Church and. I mean, they Zelensky. They have a good point because Zelensky just like outright banned Orthodox Christianity in Ukraine because they have such strong ties to Russia. It's you. It is used as a proper. It's the Orthodox. It's one. There's two Orthodox churches in there. One's the Orthodox Church in Ukraine. One is like has ties to Russia. The right. one, the one from Russia. I'm not saying I'm extremely knowledgeable on that, but the argument is is the one that is based in Russia that is in Ukraine is basically a propaganda piece for. That, Russia. That's been that's a talking point that's been used. It's called Rokor, the Russian yeah. Orthodox Church outside of Russia. Yeah. They're all over the place. They're in America. They're everywhere. They, really? Yeah. Oh yeah. They, the, there's one in Jacksonville, but they started in Alaska, like in the 50s or whatever. But the, they've been they've been around forever. But um, the the this guy this guy that I I follow pretty closely named Jay Dyer. He covers a lot of this. But there, he talks about the um, <clears throat> intelligence agencies. Infiltrating different um, religious organizations yeah, to yeah. like basically do cultural warfare through the church and yeah. stuff. But Jay Dyer's an interesting dude. He he's uh, he's an assassin when it comes to like information and stuff. Um, <clears throat> really really knowledgeable, great at debates. But um, the Ukrainian church and uh, the Ukrainian Orthodox Church as well as the Greek Orthodox Church have both like had the pro- this this problem in the last decade or so. Of falling in line with like World Economic Forum, like mm. pro, you know, not tra- traditional Christianity, you know, views yeah. or whatever. Align more with like the woke culture and stuff. And Zelensky is right there with them. So, like, I get the the right wing. So I, I think it's I think it's misplaced. But the the total support of Putin, I, I get it because he is saying all the right things, and Zelensky saying all the wrong things. You know, from the right wing perspective. But it's still it's still propaganda. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's not good. Like, it's easy to get caught up in that type of stuff yeah. and like be all like rah rah for thing. I mean, right. Sometimes you gotta like pull yourself back. Okay, you get to realize that on the internet, people, everyone is trying to sell you something. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a product, a way of life, a fucking investment strategy portfolio, or propaganda, they're right. trying to sell you something to influence you. You have to be constantly aware of that. Yeah. Well, because, like, I'm pro-orthodoxy, I'm, like, anti-World Economic Forum, but that doesn't mean that, like, I love Putin. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or that, like, I want Ukrainians to die. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I'm against war. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I you have some of these dipshits, like, when he gives these speeches that are, like, anti-American, they're, like, quoting him and, like, like cheering it on. It's like, that's an enemy state of your nation. What right. are you doing? Well, I mean, when Putin, he was calling out the sat- satanic elites of the West, you know, like, Destroying tradition and all this stuff. I'm like, yeah. I mean, that's that's true. Yeah, yeah I, that, I agree. That is true. <laughs> but I don't like the messenger, but the message might have a little right. weight to it. <clears throat> right. Well, I mean, like, like I said before, you know, there's in in every ideology and every like belief system, there's 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 facts that they're all talking. There's something I agree with in like yeah. any anything. You so. found the 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 peanut the turd. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. You just gotta suck some shit off of it. <laughs> there you go. Clean it off. You need it. Yeah, exactly. 
Mm. Well, on that note, <laughs> what? You have uh, any uh, any predictions or wishes for uh, 2023? Um, I think towards the tail end, you're going to see this electric vehicle push fall apart because people are going to realize that there's not enough lithium and copper and stuff to produce these batteries in mass. I think they will remain niche. Uh, I think the economy is going to fall apart sometime in 2023. Let's see what else. Uh, at some point in time, uh, at, probably after the winter thaw, uh, Ukraine will make a push towards Crimea, and then that will probably enable a larger global conflict. Um, you think Biden will still be president? I think <laughs> Biden will be president. He's the perfect patsy president. This time next year. I mean, do you think he'll still be alive? Uh, that's he, he could be dead. I mean, she's old as fuck. I mean, I, I think he'll die when they're ready for him to die. Yeah, they got a couple. I, I think it's like a queen scenario. They got a couple backups. Yeah, yeah, the Biden bots, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, even even at that, it's like the Biden administration has been putting like theatrics on front streets since the get go. You know, making new sets mm-hmm. for the president to stand in front of. You know, when. He hid out in his basement during the campaign. It was just like, oh no, I'll just let that guy start talking. Oh. <laughs> you know, so I, I, I think you know, like you said, he's like perfect patsy. You know, mm-hmm. like why, why would you get rid of that? Mm-hmm. You know, Kamala. Well, I mean, she she talks too much. Yeah. You know. Yeah, they they do a pretty good job of. Everybody gave Biden shit for hiding in the basement. Like, no, where the hell has Kamala Harris been for the last? Two years. They, uh, that, they, that was a brilliant strategy for them. Just be like, "Hey, Joe, don't say anything. Don't do anything." They let, they let Trump hang himself. Yeah, that's what they did. Yeah. And you look how you look how Biden won. Like he picked up. Oh, that's you. <laughs> My babe. Um. Yeah, Trump picked up more of his base and more minorities, but like the the urban educated liberal just turned out in mass. And yeah, because like, they hated him. Yeah. It's so like like I uh, after our our Thanksgiving thing with uh, Phil and he and I stayed around, yeah. you know talking and whatnot. We were talking about you know, Trump talking about that it was a uh, wrongfully stolen or all that. And I was like, you know what, man? Like I've sat and I've watched hours, and hours, and hours of people's arguments that the shape of the Earth is actually a flat. Biodome snow globe, and we're sitting inside, and they have more validity to their arguments than any of Trump's uh, election yeah. fraud stuff that I've you seen. Made, come you up. probably made him very happy, <laughs> 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 but it, it's like it's like I let the like Ted said uh, earlier with uh, Arizona. It's like yeah, it seems Arizona's got some shady shit going yeah. on, and uh, Carrie Lake, I think, is her name. Yeah, but she put forth I think like five or six. Like issues to the uh, their state supreme court, I guess, yeah. and they they, they, got, up. they got cleared. And they were like, "All right, we'll go to we'll go to trial then." So it's it's now up to them to prove that there was something that was done. I think that had an infringement on the First Amendment. I think that's the argument they're approaching it from. I don't know the details of it, but whatever it was, it had enough bureaucratic weight behind it for the judicial system in Arizona to go, okay, yeah, that works. We'll we'll see a trial. So I but like 
clearly there was enough people that hated Donald Trump to turn out and yeah. vote for anybody else, no matter who it was yeah. other than him. He was the perfect villain. Yeah, of course. He's, he was also a, a good uh, avatar, or a false avatar, if that, to be used uh, for people to think that uh, they had a hero. Right? Or yeah. they, they, they had a, a you, let alone a messiah. Yeah, you but. talk to people now, like, he is regarded as, like, this mythological creature. Like, if he was in now, we would be fine. And it's like, it seems like a certain type of low information voter thinks that the election is stolen. But if you look at the data, which is there if you look at, uh, oh, he's just he just wasn't popular. Like, they got the right crowd to show up and vote. Yeah, it's, it's kind of romanticizing impossibilities or things that didn't happen. Yeah. Right? So it's like, oh man, I'll tell you what, if I would have caught that pass senior year, I would have got picked <laughs> up by state. I would have had pussy sandwich every night for as long as I could live. Instead, I'd own a houseboat. That, a truck boat truck. <laughs> that, that tackle, that offensive line, he didn't get that guy. He ended up getting sacked. I was wide open too. I think it's the same thing as that, where it's like, man, I tell you what, but Linda wouldn't have left me, I'd still have the kids, if only Donald Trump were still president. Mm-hmm. Country would be all right then. It's like, no. No, no it, the country would be exactly where it's at. We would probably actually be worse off geopolitically, too. I don't know about that. Um, I, yeah, I I think that there would be, I think there would be problems where there's not problems. I think that currently where there are prop like I don't think the Ukraine-Russia thing would be nearly as what it was if that were still going on. However, I think we would still be in the Middle East. I agree. Mm. <clears throat> I that think war, that I, war machine would be going somewhere. I, I think yeah. he is a concession for his president. I think he allowed a lot of the stuff in the Syria to, to rock on. Yeah, his, his argument was that uh, he wasn't uh, informed of the actual numbers of how many bases and troops were over there. It's like, bro, I guarantee you what probably happened is you were briefed on it and you were like, I don't care about this. Give me give me give me something I want. You know, give me good news. I want the good news. The the story is they had to literally interlace like stories about him with his briefing so you'd pay attention. Yeah. I don't doubt that at all. <laughs> at all. So like the this idea plus like in my opinion, like he he totally botched everything up with 2020 yeah. and play, played into the hand of his enemies perfectly, you know, to the, to the point, again, to where his running mate could have been anybody and historically got more votes than anybody else, despite he himself getting more votes than any other loser yeah. did. Like, his opponent didn't have to campaign. Just had to do three debates, and one of which... They they didn't even do against each other. If I'm not mistaken, wasn't the second debate they did town hall individually? It was something like <clears throat> something like that because of COVID. There wasn't an in person. Yeah, I can't quite remember. Like there were they um they did one in person and Trump the whole time was like, like I'll tell you who's bad. Joe Biden's bad. Joe Biden's bad. Proud boys stand down. I'll mm-hmm. tell you who's bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when he when he did proud boys stand down, I was like, it it's it. That's over. Just you he, he did good. I was like, you chose sarcasm and bad optics just to be a dickhead. Yeah. To well, not only that, he lost his spine. 
you yeah. know, but placating the Pfizer and all, all this other stuff, you know, it's like... I really liked teleprompter, teleprompter Trump when he stayed on the teleprompter mm. and, like, read his speech. we pro-America, let's get jobs here, let's do... Like, that type of Trump was one that I, I, I liked because he's on script. But when you're... He's like doing... He's doing fucking bits and, like, freelancing. It's like, oh, God... I like Bit Trump better, but I I do too. I like, I like off the script. I, I like I like that for holding reasons. Well, yeah. See, I like I'm the I'm the I love the chaos politicians. You know, I'm, I'm that's why I'm BA twenty four. It's like yes, more chaos. You know, like I want the Joker to rule the rule the country. You know, like but it's like uh, he's just became so weak handed. Like the his announce. Did you listen to his announcement speech? Uh, it was it was bullshit. That was where he. He rolled out his um, death penalty for drug dealers. Thing. I, I, like, I kind of think he doesn't really want it. I don't. Yeah, I think he just wants to stay in the limelight or to I, avoid uh, investigation. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or to just be like, "Look, I I won twice. They love me so much. I won twice, three times. If you think <laughs> about it, like 2015 Trump in 20 or or like now, I'd be like, yeah, let's go, but." I listened to the election night thing, Joe Rogan and um, Kyle Kalinske, and like, and I, I he way he described it, like, I, like he the, the Trump that ran in twenty fifteen was a very populist, pro American. He had something to vote for, right? Yeah, twenty twenty Trump was just hey, vote for me, and yeah, that, he had no message like, hey, you like this shit? Vote for me. Yeah, the message becomes we have to stop these guys. Remember how good it was two years ago? The gas prices, all oh, the gas prices. Your favorite it. president had it all figured out. I had it fixed. And now look what has happened. Do you know how he had it fixed? Is he basically made it not profitable for us to pump shell oil? So all that shit shut down. So he got uh, Saudi Arabia to pump more oil. So it, that's why gas was so cheap. And then, well, we decide that we're going to have a proxy war with white people in eastern Ukraine. Well, good. That's the only way mainstream news will pay attention, right? So, so you have to have you have to have white people at war, and then people start changing so their, now, like, their avatars the and profile pictures. Largest natural gas exporter and oil exporter. Um, we can't get their oil, so it causes a shock to the system. Now, if you hadn't have uh, done the thing and stabbed the American oil production in the back, we would we'd have been fine. But he did. So it's largely a myth that like he's because of, it's because of we have lower gas prices, but not for good reasons. Right. That's the point I was trying to make. Maybe gas will get cheaper next year. That's it's coming it's down. Nice. I mean, I, I saw some for two twenty five the other day. Yeah. Yeah. It's still like some things I saw on like Telegram, like out in Cali. It's still like almost like five bucks out there. It's like four eighty. California's a failed state. You seem to be doing okay. Um, I was reading unless you're you know. Homeless and unhoused, a drug addict or mentally ill. Yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently, or, they're starting to. They're going to start pulling water rights for farmers in the valley. Well, you need to water those golf courses. <laughs> well, we get like uh, they produce a lot of our produce, a yeah. fucking lot, a lot, a lot. So you start doing that, like you're going to have problems. That's something to look forward to. Yeah. There's a bunch of fucking midwits in positions they don't need to be in. What do you okay? Give me give me this so we can try to end on a uh, on an up note. What do you think is something optimistic or good that can happen in the next year? I'm gonna have a six pack this time next year. Fuck yeah! 
There is nothing. There's no, there's no hope. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> Every major scientific discovery that we've had this year is like, oh, this is a great thing, but, you know, not really because of whatever reason. What about AI art? That's AI like, art. That seems pretty cool. Can I fucking eat it? Or is it going to, like, do... No. That's, that's the value. <laughs> Can I consume this? Can I eat it or bludgeon somebody to death with it when, the like, the, everything falls apart? No. Like, it, uh, like fucking... <laughs> The goddamn uh, nuclear fission, like, it was like a big fucking discovery, and you're like, oh, we had net energy gain, and you find out, oh, it took like 300 fucking kilowatts for the laser to work, and we output two kilowatts. Like, it, it was... So it was the opposite of what they said? Yeah, it's like, the actual process showed net gain, but the process to produce the energy was not net gain. Uh... The argument was that now it's in the engineer's hands to figure it out. Yeah, but if you just look at, like, this little section of... The whole chain, really, really good results, right? Yeah. And it was like the fucking satellite, the James Webb, like, it's fucking cool, but who, uh, fucking who gives a shit? Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. I, if you say it's cool, I mean, <laughs> it's interesting and cool, but it does not affect my day to day life. Anything positive happens this year? Um, See, I would actually have the counter to that where I would be like, it's not cool or interesting, but it affects everybody's day to day life because it's, uh, you know, it's a subtle. It's a subtle black pill for the populace. Yeah, that, that you don't, you don't matter. And yeah, I, I just don't see my white pill is that it's fake. So I feel great. Yeah, yeah, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> matter, no matter what. And <laughs> I, I don't see really any great thing happening this year. I really don't like. Housing market might go down. I mean, good. yeah, but if the house for market, yeah, I mean, for, for the <laughs> consumer it'd be good, but the economy it'll be bad, right? Um, there's just not a lot, man. Culture, any white pill predictions? Well, or black pill? Well, black pill prediction is that no matter what I say or do, you're all gonna die. <laughs> this year, I'm gonna die as well. Maybe, maybe I hope not. I had a fortune teller tell me one time that if if I survive calamity, right, yeah, that I could expect to have a, a very long life. I know that if we do make, we have to make it at least to 2024 because in the 80s, that's when all the futuristic movies were set. Hmm. Hmm. It was it was the year 2000 and then the 2024. Right, and well, so then the androids take over. And well, and then I have, I have to see if Agenda 2030 actually yeah, well, plays out. You know. That gives us a few um, more years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think I think this year we'll find a proper use for MNRA vaccines. Oh, you mean like uh, throwing them in the fucking garbage? <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about that that technology to be able to use to be able to use to like cure cancer and genetic diseases and CISPR and all. I, I think maybe I think that there's been that's highly sil- optimistic. In my si- yeah, that's, that's more optimistic. <laughs> I got silver lining. I would say is they've acquired enough data now. Probably more so than what they had intended, as far as what mRNA vaccines can do. Not as far as intended, but what they can do. Um, I think the problem with this vaccine is that it was the mRNA of the uh, the spike protein, which is the problem. Not really necessarily the technology. I think maybe the problem was that seems to be that there is already measures in place for people to have a solution and profit from something that just happened accidentally like a Wuhan virology lab leak. Oh man, I can go all day about like that the 
the the what what that leak might have been and who might have done it and where it came from and the chest moves. So that, that's something I think about a lot, a lot about. Yeah. So I I think that uh, I think you should talk to your doctor, but uh, it doesn't 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 really seem like uh, any of that stuff works. Seems like it was um, works as a weapon. <laughs> yeah, seems seems like to have uh, potentially caused more problems than uh, solved them. Then again, what do I know? I'm an idiot. You are. Yeah. <laughs> I am too, so don't feel bad. Any uh, <coughs> any predictions for yourself? Um, hopefully, I'm going to buy a house this year, and I will have a six pack, and that's pretty much all I got. Yeah. The the world's so crazy and clown pilled um, that it's really hard to predict. But um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm like I, I can't really predict anything anything positive. My my only I'm gonna pre- enjoy the show. The oh yeah way. yeah my uh, my only prediction is uh, for uh, 2024 that uh, we'll probably have a uh, a new pandemic or a new emergency or a new. <clears throat> crisis there will be yeah I, uh, yeah I agree with you there there will be a new global crisis by I'd say the end of 2023 mm-hmm. to go into the election cycle of 2024 yeah got get people scared some way mm-hmm. yeah. and still the fake alien invasion it could be yeah we're overdue for project bluebeam I'm right just now. saying it, it could happen any day it could uh, uh, never happen at all but you know We'll see. Well, thanks, thanks for joining us uh, today on our year in review. I don't do shit this time of year, so I'm usually free. It warms my heart. Just throw some hay <laughs> to the cows, and then I go home and play video games. Well, I'm sure you. Yeah. yeah. Are yo? Are you uh, still uh, uh, thinking about uh, making any uh, any uh, uh, wine or anything? Uh, I... I don't know how, how much ma- we can talk about that. But. Uh, no, so you can make up to 500 gallons of wine legally. You, okay. can't, you can't distill it. You can make as much wine as you want. I wanted to make some uh, blackberry mead this year. Oh, yeah? Mm. Yeah. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I've got enough... I'm going to get some more honey, and I'm gonna, I, I, that's going to be my... What am I going to make? I want to make some blackberry mead, just, just to try it out. Because I already have all the stuff to do it with, so it will be... Nothing to do. I'd love to try your hearty blackberry mead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us, ladies and gents. Happy New Year. Merry late Christmas. Godspeed. Yeah. <laughs> Start calling you the black pill farmer. Yeah. <laughs> What's your prediction for next year? It'll be good. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> I mean, really, I mean, it's what I fucking look forward to. Like, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to your mead. I mean, yeah, but like, 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 worldwide, what the fuck? I mean, we're, there's a fucking proxy war. We're we're tap dancing on a nuclear fault line. China's trying to nut up as their country's dying. We're going to go to war with fucking Taiwan. Like, the the fucking economy is like on its last leg. Like, there's a bunch of bad shit coming. There's a new avatar out. There's a new oh, fucking new avatar out. <laughs> is out to suffer enough. <laughs> Well, enjoy that. Later, y'all. Bye.